choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony, I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to a hundred, nigga, real quick. All right. Oh, what's up, y'all? Um, this is Thanks for Asking, episode 66. I'm Suave at Sincerely Suave. Kells at KMGZ. And, um... What episode is this? Sixty six. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we had a a, a last a long one last week. It was it was almost two hours. So we're not going to try to. It's going to be a little shorter this week. Um. Start out with uh. You got me yours and neighbor tunes. Um. Yeah, I got one. I'm just gonna give mine out to Barack. I gave mine to Michelle last week, but Barack this week for his um publicly denouncing Trump. And basically calling the whole party a bunch of imbeciles. Um, I don't know. It was good to see. We know who he supports, but it's good for him to come out and say, no, this other half is no good. Okay. Um, I'm giving it to OVO Fest because, I mean, not that I went or anything, but I saw the videos and it looked like it was real lit. And uh, Drake bought out. Like, a lot of dope people. Like, he bought out Rihanna two nights in a row. He bought out uh, French, who I think is trash, but whatever. Um, Future. Um, I'm forgetting somebody. Somebody else. He, I can't. He bought out a lot of people, and it looked real dope. And um, he throws that every year. It's in Toronto. It's in his hometown. It always looked packed. And, you know, I hated views, but I like Drake. And, I, you know, I think he's on top of his game. And I just think his... He gets it. Like, to me, he's one of the artists that, that gets it. Like, he, you know, he's doing his thing. He's big. He's celebrating. He's having a good time. And I feel like he's being himself. And, he, you know, so shout out to him. Maybe one day, I'll, I'm not, you know, like I said before, I'm not, like, it take a lot for me to go to a show. And I don't know if I'm a big enough Drake fan to, like, go see him live. Like, I'll listen to his rap tapes. But, you know, maybe one day I'll check that shit out. But I don't know if it's on the title stream or something. Probably more likely. Um, yeah, but shout out to that. Yeah, it looked really fun. Um, so, yeah, that's it. Uh, I don't have no other uh, current events. It was a. I feel like so much that we we packed in so much last week. Nothing too substantial this week. We got a little bit of things this week though. So we are gonna move on to current events. What's we'll our What's we'll our first one? And I wanted to add actually. Well. I don't know. I guess we could throw since since I just gave the uh, shout out for OVO. So you saw the um. I wanted to add. I should have sent it to you, but we'll just do it right now. Did you see the uh? So yesterday you saw the um W magazine cover with Rihanna with like all the jewels on her face. Did you see that? Mm-mm. Okay. Well, it came out and there's an article that came in out on it today, and it was a really good art. It was. It was a really good article, but it was some stuff in there, like, some of y'all journalists, like, I can't, y'all get paid for this, and, like, some of this, like, he wrote the late rapper Beanie Siegel, like, Beans is dead. Beans is alive and well, he's not dead. Um, then he wrote, like, and, and, and white people, 
I'm tired of y'all. We, we, we addressed this before with work. She's speaking Patois. Not even really. She's not even speaking Patois. She's just throwing a hard accent on it. We're tired of y'all saying that nobody knows what she's saying. She's speaking nonsense. She's not speaking nonsense. A whole world of people know what she's saying. It's not even hard to figure out what she's saying because, again, she's just throwing an accent on what she's saying. Y'all don't know what she's saying. And, you know, you could have been Googled it by now and figured it out. So stop saying nobody knows what she's saying. She's not talking nonsense. She's not talking liberal. She's talking English with a Bayesian accent. And it's really not that hard to figure out. And y'all sound stupid by continuing to say, that you can't understand her and nobody knows what she's talking about unless she's talking Chinese because she's not. Um, but, you know, the ongoing subject of Drake and Rihanna, I thought they I thought they were really cute on stage, but, you know, I just, again, I don't think it's what everybody thinks it is. I think they're friends with benefits and everybody was getting so carried away with, oh my God, look at them on stage. They're looking at them together. And I'm like, yeah, they're on stage. They're performing. They're both performers. And, you know, I know some of y'all think if, you know, you got to have a 75-piece choreographed uh, show and, and splashing around in water or, or else you ain't having the show. But Rihanna is a pretty, is a really good performer. And she sells the shit on stage. Like, no, she's not doing all the costumes. She's not riding in on dragons and all that. And if that's what you need, if that's the only thing that will satisfy for your show, God bless you. I think y'all born in the 90s niggas sound stupid because there's all kind of musicians that come on for two, three hours and sit at a piano and don't do none of that shit. But it's an outstanding show because they have great songs and hits. And that's really what you're going for in music anyway. So whatever on that. But Rihanna's a great performer. She sells those songs in the shows. And if you ain't ever been to the show... And you don't know, or if you go, I don't know what you're judging off, whatever, you know. But the anti-tour is a good show, decent, good performer, and she sells those shows. So her up on stage, that's her selling it. For all of y'all who claim Rihanna don't have no talent and she can't do nothing, if you think that's what you think, then you then you up on stage fooled by that. I think it's just her and Arby being her and Arby. I mean, it is her and Arby being her and Arby, but that's her selling it. She sells the shit out of them songs. She feels it. She gets into it, and um. You know, I just, I just think they're friends with benefits. I think, I think there's something to be said. This is, this is my theory, and I could be wrong. And one of the re, I don't know if I ever said this before. One of the reasons I really like Rihanna and what really drew me to Rihanna is because Rihanna and my personality are a lot alike. She reminds me a lot of myself. Like I, I see a lot of myself. Not that I mean I'm broke and I ain't no superstar and that shit. But I'm talking about like. Her base personality from what it seems. Again, we don't know her. We don't know none of these people. She plays the cards close to the chest. But, I mean, I feel like I feel like she's pretty genuine. And I feel like, you know, she, she, what you get is, what you see is what it is. Um, and so her personality is a lot like mine. So that's why I feel like a lot of this shit I be saying, niggas think I'm pulling out of my ass. I mean, I, I am. But she's... Her, we have similar personalities, so when I see certain things, I'm like, oh, this is probably that, because that's what I would do. Like, we, I know me and Rihanna would probably be really good friends, because we are a lot alike, especially when I was her age. I'm mellowed now. When I was her age, nigga. And so, <laughs> what I think a lot of it is, and people don't realize, like, when you're a star on that level, when you're that kind of superstar, you need somebody that's like you that don't have nothing to lose, it's not going to try to, it's not trying to come up off your fame and shit, and I feel like that's what Drake is, he's safe, she can, she knows she can do whatever she want to do with Drake, he ain't going to be on the blogs, he ain't going to be on Instagrams, he ain't going to be waiting till she fall asleep and trying to, you know what I mean, take pictures of her and shit, put on the gram, look on with Rihanna, you know what I mean, she's not going to be doing that dumb fuck nigga shit, 
And that's comforting. That's very, you know, that's endearing. And clearly they're friends. Like, clearly they care about each other. So that's what I think it is. And and I just, because I keep coming back to Drake. Drake, to me, every, all of us, me and you both, we're not gold star. We both falling, right? And you interrupt me if your story is a little different. You can hear me, right? Yeah. So everybody, I had two. I was unfortunate. that Well, no, only had one. I knew two. I went with one. Everybody's had an Aubrey. That dude that's like super sensitive, super needy, needs a lot of attention. Not a bad, like he's not a bad guy, but you know, and like you, he ain't gonna beat your ass, or, you know, nothing like that. But he's just a guy like your parents love him. Oh, where's Aubrey? We love him because he's always carrying the bags and he's, oh, hey, Mr. and Miss, whatever, smiling and waving and shit. You know what I mean? Perfect guy. And they love him. And, but you like, I'm never going to get with this thing because he's needy as fuck. He'll be texting me 3 o'clock in the morning. He's nice as shit. That's my boy. If he, he'll come pick me up from anywhere, and it won't be a problem. And, you know, he's not ugly. And, you know, we hook up every now and then because he keeps his mouth shut. But not ever could I marry him because he's just way too high maintenance, and I ain't got it for him, girl. But for right now, he'll do. Everybody has that dude, right? I feel like that's what Drake is for Rihanna. I'm not saying that in a bad way. Like, I feel like they're really good friends, and she probably really cares and probably even loves him. But just from everything that I get from her, and I just believe her at her word. Like, when she says she don't want to be in a relationship because she just don't have time. I just believe that. So all this secret relationship and they together, I mean, I'm sure they've been hooking up. But I don't believe, because first of all, that's corny, and it's just nothing in the line with what Rihanna's. I think, you know, I just don't see her doing that. I think that's just, I I just don't believe that. Every six months, they circle that rumor around. I think they're just friends with benefits, and they fuck whenever. That's what I think. But I'm just not buying it. Like, I don't, everybody's like, oh, when she settles down, she's going to be with him. I don't think so. I think, because Aubrey has made it clear, uh, listen. If anybody out there think if, if Rihanna was tomorrow, like, Aubrey, come on, it's going to be in me and you. If Aubrey wouldn't usher all them video chicks and holds up out his crib, sorry, here you go, y'all got to go. No, here's your parting gift. I'm buying all y'all necklaces. Y'all all got to go. Reese coming over. Sorry. I'm changing my life. You got to go take all this shit. Nope, nope, nope. Got to go out the back, not the front. Rihanna comes to the front. Hurry up. If y'all think that wouldn't occur, y'all crazy. I think it's her. I think she just does not want to be bothered for probably because she's too busy, she's stacking her checks, and because he's high maintenance. And Rihanna, unless she is fooling us all, do not seem like somebody that got time to be stroking a nigga ego every five minutes. Everything about her says that she's not. She ain't got time. You needed me. Fuck out of here. Nigga, I'm busy. I see you when I see you. And Drake just gives me really high maintenance. So that's the main thing I say. Like, I just don't... I see Rihanna doing like an Oprah. Just being like, you know what? I'm good. I built that nigga guest house down there. Me and Melissa, we chilled up here. We do our thing. We good. He over there. We go. We go to events and, and functions together. But you know, because if you if you listen to all her interviews, the Oprah one or any of them, when when Oprah asked her how she saw herself, she said she saw herself as an old grandma with children. She ain't said nothing about being married. She said she saw herself as an old grandma with a bunch of kids. She ain't say nothing about her husband. She described the, the person that she wanted, but implicit in that was, and if I don't get it, then I'm just going to be by myself, or I'm going to be single. I don't know about by myself, but I ain't going to be married. That's what I got from that. So I said all that to say, I'm not buying into this, oh, they been a couple and they secretly in love. I mean, I, I just, I, I don't think it's, 
and for other reasons that I'm not going to discuss on here. But I just don't think it's everything that it appears to be. I think they just friends with benefits, and he, she trusts him, and she cares for him, and she knows that he won't fuck her over. And so that's where this familiar, this this affection that we see comes from. Again, we don't know none of these people. We could be totally wrong, but I'm just not buying it. I think that they're on stage and performers. They're selling it. She's Rihanna, and you know, I, I know, I know what you think they. You sent me that thing, so you you think they're a couple? I just I don't. I mean, I don't I don't know that I think they're a couple. I just they could be together without being together. Friends with benefits. That's guess, what I'm saying. You know that comes hooking up. I think they're just hooking up. I don't think they're like in a relationship. I would I would I would say it's a little bit deeper than than that, but I don't know that it's a full on, you know. That's my girl and that's my man type of thing. I'm, I'm almost positive it's not, especially not on her, not on her behalf. And the reason, but I definitely think that there, like, there's, you can, you can almost like cut the energy between them. Like, yeah, you know. oh, that's listen. I'm not saying there's clearly energy. I'm saying I just don't think that this is what I think. And 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 I I I because Drake has said several times with the whole we're just friends. To me, that's what niggas do when they want to go together, but you don't want to go together. So they go all around, yeah, we just friends, we just friends. To me, I think Drake, if she wanted to be in a relationship, he was ready. He said it several times. Oh, I'm getting my heart breaking out. I think she just doesn't want to for very, for whatever reason. She's busy or she just, like, doesn't want to because she ain't ready to be in no fucking relationship. She ain't got time because she ain't got time to be texting him 50,000 times a day. She on tour and shit. That's what I get from it at its base. But I'm not saying clearly, yeah, clearly, clearly she cares for him. Clearly, probably loves them. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying I don't think. I think they just friends. I'm just saying I'm not buying this like they in a relationship thing. I, I don't. I. They were in a relationship at one point, right? Yeah, she. They were in a relationship. The last time she claimed them for like a month, and that's the other thing. That's what I'm saying. Rihanna, if it's not this, I just don't think she would do that when she's in a relationship. First of all, she don't make mention at all. Whether she is or she isn't, you see, we pop up in the pictures, we together, then that's how you know. So this, that's why I'm saying this whole thing where they in a secret relationship, they're going to go around and say they're friends. That's really corny, and that's not in line with anything Rihanna has ever done. She don't comment at all. It just is what it is. And then when they were together, she she was with them for them two weeks, in the or however long it was, in the pictures and everything. It wasn't like they was trying to hide it and when the cameras were there. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't see why... All of a sudden now, oh, let's do this dumb shit. I think that's just people recycling some news for slow news news days. Yeah, I definitely think that he wants the relationship. Definitely he does. The one he definitely saying, does. Saying nah, but well, I don't not, know. Like, not right something. now. There's I don't know something. if he's saying no. Nah. I don't know if she's saying no nah forever, but she definitely like not right now. And I feel like, I don't know, I guess he can handle it better at other times than I mean, sometimes versus other times, maybe, because, like, it seems like they'll go really, really distant, and then he'll make songs about it, and then they'll be back. Like, I mean, I don't know. They're busy. He's busy. She's busy. You know, I I just don't. Oh, my point with that is I'm, because of several reasons, just different things, I'm not buying this they've been a couple, and now they're back a couple. I don't think they ever were not... What I'm saying, I don't think they ever were not a couple. I don't think they ever were a couple. I think they're just... they Again, they're very good friends who hook up every now and then, 
and it's a it's good it works for both of them because again she don't have to worry about him. he can she can trust him he cares for her he's probably in love with her she knows he's not gonna you know betray her or have her business in the street and then that shit i mean he throws shit in the lyric in the songs but it's not ever disrespectful and that's part of the you know the allure of his of his records he ain't, he don't never diss her or nothing like that and it's always the plausible deniability is it about her or is it not about her you know what i'm saying so that but i mean that's just to sell records duh but I'm just saying, like, I, I don't, I just, I'm not believing this for, for that and for just other reasons. And even last night, he was like, oh, my God, you thanks for coming in for two days. You flew in from wherever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just, it just, I don't, I, I just think they're really good friends who hook up. And maybe in a few years, I personally, I don't know, I see Rihanna either being, like I said, either doing an Oprah or marrying somebody way out of left field, like some, some just random tech billionaire doing, pulling a Mariah or something like that, I don't really see that though, I see Rihanna doing an Oprah personally, but again, if she ended up with Aubrey, I would not be surprised, I'm just saying, I don't see it for now, because I take her at her word, that's what she said when she was on Ellen, she was like, it ain't that I'm not, I'm anti-relationship or I'm anti-anybody, she's like, I'm just too busy right now, I ain't got time. I believe it. I mean, she's still young, so. Right, exactly. She ain't even 30 yet. She ain't even 30 yet. But anyway, the point is, it was cute. I hate that song, but I might like it a little bit now. But I just, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not buying into it. But, but, but it was cute. I mean, I love them. So whatever it is, whoever they are, Aubrey is okay with me. Yeah, If they want to be best friends till eternity, fine. I'm going to still look at it and love it. Right. And then Rihanna jumped in the car. must have been drunk. <laughs> she was on the vine like, this don't even look like me. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> you need a nap. You was tired from that show. <laughs> she was like, who it look like then? It's not me. <laughs> it's you. <laughs> talking about? Um, yeah. I think she's just really sweet under it all. That video she showed for the Good Night Gotham when she runs with her fans. And she, like, at the last second, like, jumps into their arms. I was like, Rihanna's sweet under underneath all of that. But she ain't no dummy. But I can just tell. Now that you point that out, though, I think that about, I think that's about uh, Drake, too. Like, I think they're both, like, really super genuine. Drake's cotton candy. We, that's obvious. Yeah, like, <laughs> I think that, I think that they find, find a connection there. They're both just like, man, you know, we're just here doing what the fuck we want to do. It, it, and, um, yeah, Drake's a, these other a cream puff. That's that's obvious. But I think underneath all her bad bitch and all of that, just slay as she does, she seems genuinely sweet and kind person underneath all of that. Um, yeah. And people people like that who are sweet and genuine and kind under that. They, they but they, they have a lot of like power and access. They usually, they usually act I won't say act because I think she's genuine, but that's usually how they behave because they know that people will see that and try to take advantage, and so they and so they put they don't let anybody know that because they ain't got like not that not that they're gonna be vulnerable, but they just don't like look. I don't got time for these motherfuckers to think I'm soft and be all up in my face all the time because I'm sweet and I'm nice, but don't bring me the fuck shit. So I'm you know I'm just be like this. Um, yeah. So I just wanted to say that. But I thought it was really cute. I love them together, though. And um, 
I think it's fly. I think it's dope too that he shows up for her shows and she shows up for his. And I was wondering, I'm like, do y'all do that for free? I'm sure y'all. How much? How much recharging you for that shit? I'm just curious, like, what they're if they just hook each other up. I'm sure they they don't. I'm sure there's. A free. I don't think they be charging. I, I think they do. You think so? I'm mean, not saying she gonna charge her whatever she get, but I. I mean, I I don't I I, I don't. It might not be. I don't. I don't think it's a charge per se, but I think it might be a necessary. It could be some cross promotion. I mean, yeah, because I mean it's her song too. I just I don't know. I'd be surprised. She she on tour her damn self. She got on she got off her stage, jump got on the jet, and, and that was a cold ass picture her and Melissa posted too, and they was getting on that jet. Um, and then you know fly to his show all the way back to Toronto, and then fly back to finish her show. Like that's a lot. So that's a whole that's a huge favor if if y'all doing favors. Fucking or not. I mean, but he's done the same, so. I know, I'm saying that's a lot. What, nigga, fucking or not, uh, I brought I, I me my five. I ain't gonna charge you the ten, but I need the five. Just for the fuel and the plane, nigga. Like, come on, business. That should probably chump change them. Well, um, alright, so what was our, we just added that. What was our first tournament? Um, the Zika. Nigga, I got a mosquito bite on the bridge of my nose right now. The Lord stays humbling me. This shit is like just this big ass red bump in the middle of my face. Um, so the Zika virus is in Miami. They say in northern Miami. But I have questions because the Zika virus is carried by mosquitoes, right? So I'm like, y'all building a wall around northern Miami? Like, how y'all keeping these mosquitoes? Mosquitoes fly the fuck they want. How y'all know they ain't already flew somewhere else and just y'all ain't found it yet? Like, I don't this whole, I don't, it's here. Like, as far as I'm concerned, it's here. For all we know, the motherfucking Miami mosquitoes could be in fucking New York today. Like, I don't understand how they, how they, okay, you come down there, you spray some, whatever they spray to kill the mosquitoes, but like, you know, is there a way to test the mosquitoes? Like, can they catch these mosquitoes and test them and see if they got Zika? Like, I don't understand how they're going to contain this, is my point. Like, a mosquito go where a mosquito want. Only thing right. I can see stopping it is like when the weather changed, but that don't never happen in Miami, but they can stay their ass in Miami, I guess. They would have to, like, freeze them out. That's what I'm that's saying. Okay. So, like, so in Miami, that's not going to be able. Like, up here, I guess when it gets cold, we don't have to worry about it no more. But, like, in the meantime, but I guess, I mean, I don't know. It only harms you if you have a kid, right? But is it, this is what I don't understand. I guess I should have Googled it. Is it, de- so, do it live in your body forever? So, is it like you get the Zika, and then if you get pregnant with the Zika, then your baby had that small head? Or is it just, is it just if you're pregnant when you get Bit, then your baby had a small head. Like, is it do it stay in you forever, or is it like, all right, you know, you got the Zika, but you ain't pregnant, so here, take this little shot. I really don't know. That was a question I had as well, and I was just looking it up because, damn it, I've been getting beat up, um, bitten, bit up. I was trying to make sure I ain't had a shit. But. Yeah, because I read today that Benny don't have a Zika, so I, I mean, I think there's a um, uh, uh, antidote or what's it called for the virus? Um, what's not an antidote? What they give you for virus? Uh, um. What what's the name of the thing for viruses? Well, whatever that somebody out there know. I can't think of what it is. The flu the flu virus um the vaccine not, vaccine. Yeah. I guess they got a vaccine for it because I read today that he don't have it no more. So that's why I'm wondering like, cause they making like when it first started, I'm like, do I need to be all I all I want to know is do I need to be worried about this shit or not? Because if it's just some shit where the mosquito bites you, you get the Zika for two weeks, and then you know as long as you ain't pregnant, you cool. Then I don't give a fuck. 
But it's some shit that like lingering you forever and turning into Ebola or some shit later. Like we need to know. Right. That was my question. I'm gonna look that up when we when we finish. Um. But yeah, other than that, was it 50, is the count is at 15 in Miami now? I I ain't know. I just know they. I just know. Um, they had yesterday. They had an article saying some and the, the mosquitoes are in some like popular area too, like some yeah. like, up and coming area. I don't. I don't know how many people it was. I just thought it was funny that they said that <laughs> they're just in northern Miami. I'm like, how you, y'all checked all y'all checked with all the mosquitoes, make sure they ain't traveling. Like, how do you know it's just in northern? But that's just where y'all found them at. Like, found this one at. From what I read, they said they said that essentially they didn't really know. They suspected, but. They kept finding other pockets, and there was no right. way for them to verify that right. it was just because the mosquito don't go where the fuck you want to go. All right, so I don't know. Y'all wear y'all off, and don't be pregnant, getting bit by mosquitoes. I guess. <laughs> I just, I just, I just want them to figure it out. If it's something we need to worry about, then tell us where the vaccine is. But if it ain't, leave me alone, cause I got enough problems without worrying about these goddamn Zika virus. Like, is this shit gonna be a problem or not? Right, right, right. Um, all right. Next, um, the Miss Teen USA using the N word. You know what? We ain't. Got, I ain't got nothing. Never mind about that. Because honestly, I didn't even care before. Because I, I think pageants are dumb. I don't even know why they still go on. Um, I seen them five contestants. They all look like the same white girl to me. I didn't even know that was five different girls. I thought it was pictures of the same chick. Bunch of white blonde chicks. Um, you know, I'm over explaining to white people why y'all can't say the N word and it not happened to her anyway. But I was like, I try. I'm like, you know what? Do, am I really upset about this? I'm really not because I don't care about uh, beauty pageants. So team, team. The the story is that the what was it, a Teen USA pageant? I don't even know. One of the contestants or the winner or whatever had, um, was texting or tweeting something. She got caught calling people niggers at some point. I don't know where it was on the tweets, the text, whatever. Who, who cares? Tweets. The tweets. And so somebody complained, and then they, like, she said some shit, you know, oh, I didn't know, I'm just saying to my friends, or they're saying the rap song, the dumb shit that all y'all always claiming y'all know what the N-word means. So anyway... Nothing happened to her. Her title wasn't stripped. She still missed Teen USA. And I just couldn't look around and could just couldn't find the fuck to give because I don't care about that pageant shit. I don't care about that little white girl. I don't care about her tweet nigger. I'm sure she did. And, you know, I just can't, I can't get upset about everything. And those are one of the things I just didn't have the time for. But I just thought I'd mention it because people seem to be up in arms and I just kept trying to care and just did not. Yeah, it definitely didn't give me up in arms. I was trying to remember, I I thought we talked about it on here, but I might be bugging. But didn't fairly recently, like, a black um, pageant queen get stripped of her stuff for some, like, random shit? No, it wasn't black. It was um, Miss Puerto Rico or Miss My... It was a Latina, and I'm not sure what the pageant was, and it was because she lied about something... Because now, only reason I know that is because now she's suing them. Like, she... she, Well... Actually, it was two. So it was one more recent. I don't know what she did, but she ended up getting fired from her job. She might have lied about something, too. Maybe some job she had or some degree. I can't recall. She ended up getting fired from her job. But then it was another one. I want to say Miss Puerto Rico, but it was a Latina. And she got stripped of her crown also. But it was because she lied about something or somebody lied about something. I, again, when it's a beauty pageant, I tune out. But, yeah, pretty much. 
I knew it was some brown person lost their shit for some some shit. But I think it was like some shit like I mean, not trying to say like calling people niggers is not uh, bad enough, but I think it was the one the one who lost her crown. I think she lied about something like on her application or like something that was directly related to like the pageant, not something that like she had got caught doing outside that would, you know, look bad on the institution as a whole, but like something that in the process of like qualifying her to actually even be in it, that she lied. I think. Again, I'm not positive. Somebody else might out there might know better, but I just I just read I know that much because I read today that she's suing them for the return of her crown. So whatever. I mean, I know they get scholarships and prizes. I mean, listen, if you win those beauty pageants, there's a lot of benefits to it if you work it right. You win scholarships, you know, you get your face out there. Some of them go on to, like, TV uh, anchor careers and hosting and all kind of stuff. So, I mean, there are some benefits to winning it, but I just don't give a fuck about a beauty pageant and just never did. Like, I just don't care. I said me either. Yeah. So, what was next? Um, The cons and Trump. All right, listen. So the cons are, they. So if you watch the DNC, I guess everybody knows this, but we'll set it up anyway. If you watch the DNC, the cons were the Muslim parents of the um soldier, a Muslim soldier who died in Iraq, um, falling on a hand grenade or something like that. Was he a Medal of Honor winner? I can't recall. Or was he, he was. Was he a Medal of Honor recipient? I don't. No, I don't think he was. I'm that was, not that, sure. that was the other guy. That was a lot. No. Um, and so they gave their speech, which, like, um, Harbaugh. Okay. Right, 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 right. Yeah, he gave, he got like the bronze star or something, which I was like, damn, that's it. But anyway, um, he, um, then they gave a speech at the DNC, which whatever. I, I, I have a whole, I, I don't like the way politicians on both sides, Hillary, Obama, all of them, Republicans, Democrats, they all do it. They use veterans and veterans' families for their advantage. Don't let them give a fuck about vets because veterans have the highest unemployment rate in this country, and it's because nobody will hire them because everybody has got these antiquated ideas about vets and just think that, you know, they need special training and remediation, not understanding these motherfuckers have the skills and most times the certifications and educations that motherfuckers come out of college do not have, plus they got good sense, bearing, and leadership, and um, they've been out their mama's house. And um, so I did just, that burns my ass every time. I hate it. I don't like dragging them out. I don't like, I just didn't like it at all. They came out there, they gave their speech, because, you know, not enough that you gave your son to this bullshit-ass war. Now you got to go out and talk to these people to prove that, you know, you're a good Muslim and you're a good American, and I just, I'm not with it. But anyway, they did it, and um, I don't even know what Trump said about them, because I, I just can't pay attention to it anymore, but he insulted them in some kind of way. What did he, do you know what he said to them? Um... No, not specifically regarding the the DNC. He says something. I, I don't follow. The, I know who I'm voting for. I don't pay attention to Trump or nothing on that side. I, I tune all that shit out. Whatever he said, he insulted them um, and their son. And so now we're in this uproar, and we're in day 5011 of this back and forth between the cons and the Trump. Because, um, you know, have you read the Constitution? They pulled out the Constitution, and so... 
back and forth, back and forth, Trump comment and they commenting, everybody and their mom jumping in with the comments, and now we up to how many deferments Trump got from the war, the Vietnam War, and all this bullshit, and here's what I'm saying, look, I don't like Donald Trump, fuck Donald Trump, I don't think Donald Trump's gonna win, but all these liberals and media and Democrats trying to pile on Donald Trump, like Donald Trump is the only motherfucker that dodged Vietnam, ain't none of y'all motherfuckers go to Vietnam, y'all all dodged motherfucking Vietnam, ain't none of y'all served in the goddamn military for one day, so what we're not going to do is sit around and, and pile up on Donald Trump because, you know, we don't like him and he says racist things like he's the only one. Because we crawled through all of y'all records, all y'all could, all of y'all got deferments for bullshit. So y'all not moving me with that shit because not nam politician. That's part of the reason. That's why we keep going off to these fuck-ass wars because y'all don't know what it's like to go over there and get shot at. Y'all don't know what that means. Y'all sending other people's children. So, hey, whatever. My kid's going to Harvard, but, you know, such and such from Indiana, yeah, he can go over there and get blown the fuck up. So I'm not here for none of y'all on that. I'm voting for Hillary. I voted for Obama. But on that topic, I'm not here for none of y'all because I think all them politicians are full of shit and they use veterans and they drag them out. And America likes, oh, yes, we support y'all. Not really, though. We just want to hear y'all's story and, 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 you know, pretend like, you know, we patriotic and shit. But we ain't really going to do nothing to help you. So I just looked it up real quick, and it's important, um, I want to bring it up because you just touched on it. So what he said was regarding the mother, he was just like, she had nothing. Trump said she had nothing to say. She probably, maybe, maybe she wasn't allowed to have anything to say. So that's what he said regarding um, the mother who later came forward and was just like, as you stated, I didn't really want to be up there. Um, she's still like tormented by her son's back, so she's like, I, I have that. to say about it. I figured that. She looked, I said, I don't feel like the mom is for this. The mom was just standing there like, I fuck all this shit, but I'm going to be up here for my son because, you know, whatever. But I said that when I was watching, I was like, mom looked like she ain't for this shit. Right. So, so that's what it was. And I guess, you know, he took offense, or they took offense to Trump's comments, rightfully so. Well, whatever. I ain't trucking with none of y'all, because all of y'all full of shit when it comes to veterans. But I'm just tired of the back and forth. God bless them people. I'm sorry you lost your son, but I don't, this back and forth with them, it's enough. Like, y'all being exploited, it's just for, they just doing it for news. They don't care about them people, and they don't care about their son. They just, oh, this is another way to dig at Donald Trump, and we can get in the headlines. And now, and every day, it's like, the con says something new, and now Don, it's like, this is, this is ridiculousness. This is a presidential campaign, and you have Republican national candidate fucking going back and forth with, like, some civilian people, it's just, it's nonsense, I, and I'm tired of it, and I want those, I want them to just go away and, and, and let themselves stop being used, and if you got something to say, or you want to speak up for your son, do it in another way, write a book, or I don't know, something, but this right here, y'all being used, and I just don't like it. What's this shit that I saw that, um, some stranger-ass motherfucker gave Trump a purple heart? Yeah. They need to investigate that. That's another one. Now they all up in arms, and now all the veterans. This is what a real Purple Heart looked like. This shit is a fucking circus. And y'all are all the clowns. Because, first of all, the f let me just tell you. I ha I have some medals. I don't have no Purple Heart or nothing like that. But I, I anybody that served in, like, the war or any kind of campaign or anything, military during Desert Storm or any other war, you, you got medals just because you have medals. I have medals. I don't show them off. I keep them in one place. I don't let civilians touch my medals. I'll pull them out. You can look at them. You ask them what they are. Don't touch the motherfuckers. I don't like that shit. Those are my motherfucking medals. I earned them. Don't touch them. So I have questions about anybody. They need to, 
they need to do an investigation on who gave Donald Trump that Purple Heart. Because I bet you, whoever it was, it wasn't theirs, they didn't earn it. Because warriors don't do shit like this. I'm going to go up to a motherfucker that ain't even never stepped on the battlefield and give him my motherfucking medal that I got for being wounded in combat. I don't know anybody. You ain't that motherfucking... If you that motherfucking stupid that you giving Donald Trump your Purple Heart, then I don't know what to say with you. Jesus needs to come down and take you out your misery. I don't... But I don't... I, to me... That's what's most ridiculous. I bet you that person's not a veteran. They probably ordered that shit online or some shit, faking in front, because I, I don't know nobody that would do that. I ain't even got a Purple Heart, because I wasn't injured. But you can, don't, don't put your hands on my shit. That's my shit. I earned them. They mine. I, be got, I don't know any veteran, any veteran, that would give somebody any of their medals, just here, have my medal, let alone a Purple Heart, which, mean, which signifies you got injured, injured in battle. Like, so, that whole story I've been skipping also, because it's back and forth now, oh, I'm a real veteran, and this is it, all these people that ain't never served, John McCain said something, fine, he served, but a whole bunch of people that ain't never served, and ain't never been injured either, so just appalled, and dragging out all these Purple Heart people, and I'm not for none of it, I'm not for, it's all exploitation, it's all using veterans, and they sacrifice, and they duty for headlines, and don't give a fuck about none of these people, as soon as the election's over, they're gonna throw them right back on the pile, so I'm not here for none of that shit, I've been avoiding that whole shit, but that's some clown shit, whoever gave him, instead of these stories, y'all going into a who got injured, and how many rapids, look into the person that gave him that medal, because I guarantee you it wasn't no veteran that earned that shit, because you don't do that. You don't go over and just hand some motherfucker, especially not nobody, period. I wouldn't hand my medal to President Obama, because he ain't served. Damn sure not no ignorant-ass fucking Trump who's a fucking moron to boot. And I'm going to just give you my medal? Nah, I don't... Mm -mm. Something, something... That motherfucker wasn't no veteran. Yeah, I didn't think it sounded right. I was just like, what? No, can you do that? You can, but I ain't never heard of it. You they need to look into that. I ain't, I ain't never heard of that shit. Um... They definitely, if they wasn't, they definitely wasn't no Marine. Maybe they was in the Air Force or some shit, but they definitely wasn't no Marine. I, we don't, no. You can't, don't even touch my shit. You can look at it, don't touch it. Um, it just didn't, it just didn't make any sense to me. Yeah. I'm just tired of it. I, 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 I still don't know, if, I don't even know if Trump's going to make it to November. I mean, I, we'll see. Um, but it's just every day, it just gets more ridiculous. Um yeah. I understand why people are bothered by it. I get it. But this guy is just like, this is, I never imagined that this is, would be the life that, that we have. Like, what? Like, this, this is going to be a movie. It already is a movie. It is a movie. Yeah, this is going to be, this, is gonna, this time is going to be interesting to read in history. But, um, I, I'm not, I'm not as worried, like I've been saying, everybody's up and worried and stressed, I'm not, because I see this as the last gasp, like, people keep talking about the wheel turning and the white vote, the wheel was already turned, the wheel turned eight years ago when y'all elected Barack Obama, it's just some people are now realizing that the wheel has turned and that, that they're over and that we, you know, we're not doing what we've been doing all along, we're serious about not doing that shit anymore, and now they're reacting. So I'm not stressed out. I don't. I think Hillary is gonna wipe Donald Trump off the map. I don't think he has any chance of winning. I'm not buying into all these bullshit polls they're doing because they're all being manipulated and they change. I saw one the other day. Oh, Donald Trump's plausible uh, victory, which gave him Pennsylvania, California, Ohio, and Indiana. Since when? Them uh, ain't them ain't been an election where them all four of them states went 
went Republican. Pennsylvania ain't went Republican since 1992. And I can't tell you the last time, probably Ronald Reagan was the last time all four of them stayed. So it's like, y'all just doing this shit to have something to say. So, but I'm not, I'm just not Donald Trump. And I, again, like I said, I don't think, I think he already has all the voters he's going to have. Everybody who voted for him in the primary are going to vote for him again. It's not enough. And we keep, it's not enough because it wasn't enough for Obama. These are the same people. They, they act like there's more white people being born. No, there's more colored people being born. The demographics are our way. Those are the same people. They're the same old white people they were when it was McCain. They're the same old white people it was when, they, when it was Romney. These are the same people. Those people don't never vote Democratic. So why are we in 2016 acting like all of a sudden they votes is going to be the decided? It's not. It's the black, Latino, women, and youth vote who elects presidents. That's how Obama won them two years and beat Hillary because he had the blacks. He took he took Hillary's blacks and he took Hillary's Latinos, and that's how he beat her. So I'm not I'm not blinded to all hysteria and these hysterics. I don't see it. They don't have the numbers. They haven't had the numbers since 2008. They just don't want to realize it yet because they don't understand a world where their vote is not the center, where their point of view is not the center, where what they consider to be the norm is not the norm. This is new for them. So they don't know how to act. So we keep hearing about this, quote, finger, white working class vote and splitting the white vote. You can split that shit 29 million different ways. Obama showed it don't matter. Their votes are not deciding. He's going to get some white votes. He's not going to get the Trump voters. Hillary Clinton's going to get more white votes because Hillary Clinton, like I told y'all before, is going to get a whole bunch of white women that are sitting at home. They're not arguing. They're tired of the bullshit. And they're just going to go in that on election day and they're going to vote for Hillary Clinton and they don't give a fuck what their husbands say and they're tired of people at work talk and they just don't want to argue and they just want to because what's the point because I'm not voting for Donald Trump and it's a lot of white men also not these rednecks in the trailer park but a lot of white men maybe they don't like Hillary maybe they indifferent for Hillary maybe they even like Hillary but they're like I ain't I don't want to argue I'm not going these people don't care about facts they immature they doing the screaming and yelling they don't know shit and what I'm arguing with them for I'm gonna just sit here and be quiet and do my work and in November I'm gonna go vote for Hillary and I just don't I mean you already got prominent Republicans coming out now so I'm just not panicking. I'm not buying into all this, this hysteria that they trying to trump up so they can keep these stories going to November because I just don't see a way that Trump wins. I don't, I don't, I have not heard anybody yet that can tell me a, a state path that that's the only, the only predictions, the state predictions that, that I've seen for Donald Trump is an electoral map that doesn't map any of the electoral maps ever from the past 50 years. So what you're telling me is Donald Trump who's a fucking moron, is going to be the candidate that's going to flip the electoral map in a way that we haven't seen in the past 50 years over Hillary Clinton? I don't see it. Probably, actually, maybe in the past 100 years. I only, only go back 50, but might be past 100 years. So, you know. Yeah, I mean... And now they're saying, and I don't know how accurate this is, now they're saying Georgia might be a swing state, that he might not win Georgia. And it and listen, he might don't on election night. I'm telling you right, I could be wrong, but this is what I suspect is going to happen on election night. And I wasn't alive the last time this happened, but I heard about it. I think that early on election night, I don't think it's going to be a thing like that's where we need to wait for California and like you know how you have to wait. I don't think it's. I think I think very early, the whole Northeast is going to come in for Hillary. Pennsylvania, Ohio, maybe maybe he might win like one Midwestern state like Bernie did perhaps. But I think very early 
we're going to be like, okay, Hillary has won North Carolina, Virginia, the Northeast. She won Florida and she won Texas. And there's no way at 930 that Donald Trump can win this election. And we can already call it for Hillary Clinton. That's what I think is going to happen. I don't think it's going to be close. I think we're going to know very early because states that just went red before are going to go blue. North Carolina being one of them. That's why he picked 10 Kane. Virginia, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, California will come on the board later. Ohio and a few states in the Midwest and Washington up in the and that's it. That's the election right there. And if he turned Georgia or Texas in one of these states, she turns Georgia or Texas one, it's a wrap. So that's what I predict. I think early we're gonna see Florida go blue and they're gonna know just from the East Coast and like the the Midwest, the, you know, eastern part of the Midwest, okay, Hillary Clinton already has here. Donald doesn't have a route to the uh, White House and the 45th is Hillary Clinton. <coughs> That's what I think. Excuse me. Um, what's next? Um, you wanted to touch on the Olympics? <laughs> Yo. I, <laughs> I'm like, they should give every Olympian, on top of whatever medal they win, they should all get a gold medal just for surviving that shit. That shit is ridiculous. When I was reading about, like, and, and my question was, like, so they were, like, some of the, you know, swimming events, they got to, like, swimming through sewage water. I'm like, why are y'all having the swimming events outside, though? <coughs> like, why aren't they in pools? I, I didn't understand that. And the Olympic um, Village is a mess. They said people's laptops got stolen. Uh, the um, USA basketball team is staying on a, a luxury cruise ship. And I think they should let all the Olympic athletes stay on cruise ships. Maybe, you know, maybe not the same one they on, but, like, that's kind of, I don't know. We Americans, goddammit, and we shouldn't have to be, nobody should have to be subjected to that shit, but some of the other countries, they, like, used to that shit. But I just think, I don't know. I just, uh, it seems kind of like it's going to be a disaster. So, curious. It's start the opening ceremony is Friday. I'm curious to see, um, you know, what's going to happen, but I mean, it's hard to do your best when you, you're living in fucking squalor and shit. <laughs> the fuck? Admittedly, I haven't paid any attention, so I have no idea. Other it's a than mess. A bridge over it's there. It's a lot of bullshit down in Rio right now. A bridge over there collapsed. They got sewer water uh, coming, like, places ain't supposed to come. The um, Olympic Village is like, some, they got, they stole their laptops. The shit is like, the toilet don't work, the plumbing don't work. It's crazy. It's, they weren't ready. Rio was not ready. Now they're like, because of this experience, it might be a long time before they have another Olympics in like the third world or like the emerging world. they like, we, we might not do that no more. Like we might have to stick to, um, you know, places with money, <laughs> basically. <laughs> um, yeah. So God bless them athletes. I hope nobody don't come back with nothing because, ugh. You have to Isn't go. this like the lowest turnout that they've seen in years as far as like people coming? I don't know. I mean, I guess. I, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't follow that shit. I know. I, I've watched the Olympics on TV all my life, so I probably, but I haven't been reading about that. Maybe it is. I don't know. I guess. I, know, I just know that Brazil is one, you need a visa for there, and they lifted the ban for the Olympics expecting you know, tourism to be sky high, but yeah. a lot of people aren't going there. Oh, well, I don't know. I wonder how much money, I'm sure they get a lot of money from the TV rights, though, so I don't really know how that works. Um, all I know is that they had in Atlanta and L.A., and other than that, 
Oh, and then they had the winter ones, I think, in Utah. But I always watch it on TV. I never even... Because when you go to a... I don't even know how it works. But, like, I only really care about, like, the track. There's only certain events I would want to see anyway. So, I don't know. I haven't paid any Olympics any attention since 96 when they were here. Oh, really? I always watch the summer. The winter, I don't... I like watch the ice dance. Ice skating, if they, you know... Not so much anymore. Back in the 90s, ice skating used to really be lit. Because, you know, that's when Tanya, um, Tanya Harding was hitting people with lead pipes and shit. And it was like, Christy, it, it was a lot of competition. There was a lot of Americans in the game then and the Russians. And it was Christy Yaraguchi. Like, yeah, and it was like a lot of competition with them. But now, I don't know, I feel like it's kind of dry. But the Summer Olympics, I watch. Um, I used to watch that with my, my grandmother and, um, what was the other one? Michelle Kwan? Yeah, Michelle Kwan, Debbie, um, the one that was on the, um, the show with, um, Ayala, um, Nancy Kerrigan. I mean, it used to be it used to be live, like the skating, the figure skating on the men's side too. Men and Brian Boitano. It used to be live, like the Winter Olympics used to be live. But all them guys retired and don't skate no more, so it's like not the same now. Um, and I don't know who these new girls are. Um, and the Russians, the same thing. Like they know the Russians not lit no more either. That's another thing. I think the Russians got banned for doping. It's a mess. It's a mess. But whatever. As long I watch the track and field, I watch the swimming. And I watch the basketball, and you know, so the men's and the women's. So that's all I care about. Didn't I read that um the Nigerian basketball team is stuck in the airport somewhere? <laughs> Some thought they play, which I didn't understand because I saw a game the other day where they the U.S. was playing Nigeria. So, but that's what I read today. Something about their plane wasn't wasn't paid for. Was it basketball or baseball? I don't know. I was confused by that because I was like, but they played the game the other day because I saw it. They played the USA because I was like, this is some black-on-black crime. USA about to blow them out. So, I'm not really sure what the deal is. Um, what's next, up? Alright, the last thing was this hot air balloon crash. Y'all stay out of hot air balloons. That shit don't look safe. It looked very dangerous. And this particular crash, I just wanted to mention because when I was in Thailand, somebody was trying to get me to go up in a hot air balloon. And I was like, I'm not doing that shit because it's fucking dangerous and it's fucking dumb and it ain't safe. And lo and behold, three weeks after, this motherfucker crashes and kills everybody. Stay out of hot air balloons. Yeah, when you um told me about this, I looked it up and this shit is fucking crazy. Well, the story about this dude. Yeah, apparently he had a whole... He used to be an alcoholic. He was recovering, cold fingers. But they say he had a lot of... Compla- there was a lot of complaints against his company, and they told people not to use his company. And um, they're investing... Which, I don't know. They're like, oh, we're investigating the crash. What caused the crash? I'm like, fuck gravity. Like, what is there to investigate? Motherfucking shit broke, and they fell. Like, I guess why they broke, but from what I understand, they hit some power lines. So it flew into the power lines, and it snapped the balloon, and the basket fell to the ground and killed everybody. I just, reading about the dude, it was just like, man, like, this dude had four DUIs. He served two prison sentences and seen over 40 complaints when he had the company out in St. Louis. Well, he got the hell on from there and then went to Texas. Yeah. I just don't, how the fuck do you even have a pilot's license? Like, what what part of the rules? Do you need a pilot license for a balloon? Huh? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, but... Listen, 
You that shit is all regulated by the FAA. I just don't understand. I, whatever. People that need to, like, again, things like, things like that are not fun to me. People like it's fun. What's fun about getting in some dangerous shit that could kill you? What is fun about that? That's not fun to me. I don't want to jump on no airplanes. I don't want to get on no hot air balloons. Like, my, I don't need my life to be in danger to have fun. Like, I don't understand that. Nothing is fun about that. I, my life is in your hands. Again, I don't know who you are. You can have four DUIs. I don't trust you. No, thank you. I don't want to do that shit. Fun is like we go to the pool. Fun is like, you know, <laughs> we go to a concert. Fun is like, you know, we go out and, and see some sights. That's fun. Fucking flying through the air and some helium is not fun. That shit is dangerous and you could die. No, thank you. I don't know that I would ever get in a hot air balloon, but I would definitely want to skydive. Nope. I'm too fat right now. I'm not jumping out of no perfectly good airplane. I'm good on that. <laughs> um, all right. So is that the end of our current events? Um, yeah. All right. So on to shit we watch. So what you want to start with? Um, still loving hip hop. <laughs> yo, this episode was hilarious, yo. This is the most ridiculous reunion I've seen in a while. Like, wow. It was funny, though. Yo, you know who really had me when when Karen King kept trying to fight Jocelyn? (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, you you stole that Chanel bag. She kept kept getting up. Just like an old person. Get up. I was like, sit your old ass down. You're like 67 years old. Jocelyn. You need to drink some milk. Her bones fragile. <laughs> She's like, "What you still that? You still that snowpack?" <laughs> that That had me laughing so hard, man. But the part that really made me laugh was Tommy. Tommy is motherfucking crazy. <laughs> she was like, Jocelyn said, <clears throat> and I thought, I thought Jocelyn was that. Not that I didn't believe Tommy is crazy. But you know Jocelyn is dramatic. So when Jocelyn said she tried to kill her, I thought she was being dramatic. <laughs> it turns out she really <laughs> tried to run over with the fucking car. They said, ask Tommy. Tommy said, she, Jocelyn says she tried to run over a car. Did you try to run over a car? Yes. <laughs> what? And then they had the video of her rolling up on Jocelyn. <laughs> like, what is going on here? Meanwhile, so, she's sitting there surprised, like, restraining her. Why would she have a restraining? That's why I was like, look at Jocelyn being dramatic. She was like, well, she said you tried to run over with your car. Did you try to run over with your car? Yeah. Even Stevie was like, wow. <laughs> that shit. Jo- oh, my God. It was so funny. And then, and then Jocelyn came for old girl's degree because she got mad. And I was like, Jocelyn. Jocelyn, do she, she gets... She gets she gets asked questions that make she one of the people that like she get asked a question that like I don't know hits a soft spot and then she reacts and I'm like Jocelyn all you had to say was you waited till now to take the restraining order out because you weren't worried about it till now like I ain't seen the bitch but I knew that she was gonna be here and she tried to hit me with a car once so I'm gotta restrain her like all you had to say all that you did about the girls the journalists and the blogger and you that was not necessary like you could you just it just wasn't necessary like trying to come for that girl life because she there asked you there was so much going on in this episode say again you stalling out 
shit's all messed up. I was saying there was so much going on in the episode. Like, people, the restraining orders, people refusing to come out with certain people, people just not coming out at all. Mimi and uh, Mimi got mad with Jocelyn. Jocelyn, I'm sorry. Jocelyn is funny to me, and, and I feel like uh, Jocelyn knows what she's doing. Um, I, 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 I don't know. I just thought that shit was funny when she was dragging <laughs> KK. I'm, I don't know. I don't know what to say about Jocelyn, but I feel like Jocelyn pulls the strings and all them bitches move, and that's just funny to me because they all think they just so above it and got Jocelyn so figured out. But Jocelyn pulls the strings and y'all move exactly like she knows y'all will. It's just funny to me. Um, and then supposedly she's pregnant now and it's Stevie. So I I don't know, girl. I, it's a mess. But um, what else? So Mimi. Oh, next week going to be interesting, though. They're bringing the lesbians on. But, but um, what else? Uh, something. Um, who else? Can, oh, Carly and, and, and was it Dime? I still don't know what the fuck Dime. Dime is thirsty. Dime is super pressed because I still don't know what she does. None of them niggas really fuck with her. And all she does is stay in some mess and mad at everybody for for what I don't know. Oh, how could I forget? When Jocelyn said that Mimi's pussy ain't all that because she had it before. Nigga. <laughs> I was like, okay, Jesus, take the wheel. Swing low, sweet cherry. Come get me because I said, I don't want that. I was like, oh my god. Like, I said last week that Jocelyn plays the fuck out of Mimi when she threw that matrix, that water on her face like Neo from the Matrix. I didn't hate it. <laughs> but when she said that shit, I was like, you know what, Mimi, you need to just pack your shit and go home because it ain't nothing else you can say to Jocelyn. Like, she has, every time Mimi get a little bit of like standing or like a little bit of righteousness or like a little bit of like something to say Jocelyn comes and just takes out the fucking machete and just cuts her motherfucking throat and when she said that she wasn't worried about Mimi and Mimi she ain't good cause she had it before I was like oh my god like what do you say to that <laughs> she killed you Mimi she killed you like and it's true like Jocelyn not worried about Mimi like why would I be because if I said right now that I wanted Stevie back, guess where Stevie's going to be? You could tell, because Stevie had his little feelings hurt when she said she ain't want him and she ain't love him. He started calling her fat and everything because his little feelings was hurt. And his feelings still hurt because he mad about that little Rick Ross picture which they showed. I was like, really, Stevie? Like, that I, that was such a PG-13 picture because his hands on her thigh. They looked crowded in the picture. He looked like he was trying to put his hand somewhere for the picture and he put it in front. Like, I didn't understand what the problem was with the picture. Ain't like his hand was, like, up her dress. It was just on her thigh. Not even really her thigh. Like her her hippish. I didn't see what the problem was with the picture. Like they fucking because of the picture. I didn't get it. I don't know. They both get hurt if you ask me. I don't know. I, I, I don't think. I mean Jocelyn clearly is hurt. I think Jocelyn's hurt because it didn't work out. But I don't think she's hurt because like you know she's still love. like I don't I don't know. I feel like she's over the whole situation but she's just hurt because you know we went through all this and I you know I thought it was going to work out and this motherfucker is just this motherfucker and now I might be pregnant by him too. Like that's what I think. And I think the contract thing is it seemed to me like the contract thing really was the straw that broke her back. Because she was asking she'd been asking for three or four seasons for that contract now. And I think she realized when she saw that contract and it was expired that this motherfucker was trying to control her 
with the contract. It's not about us being together and we loving each other. You trying to control me with this fucking piece of paper, and that's why you've been hiding from me and ain't showing it to me. I feel like that's when, you know, she was like, oh, okay, fuck this. I thought we was doing one thing and you was doing something else. Because if you would have just came to me, because in other words, you knew that if this contract was expired, I might have wanted to do something else, or I might have wanted to renegotiate, or we might have had to do some things different. So you're just going to try to hide it from me and try to trap me and keep me here. That's what I think really did it for her. Yeah, sounds sounds about right. That's kind of when she backed up and started right. doing her own thing, right, and doing all this shit. Like, oh, okay, okay, nigga, I, I see what I see what this is. All right, that's that's when I feel like you know, because now she realized, okay, you trying to manipulate me here all this time. You got me stressed out, and I'm paying for these kill whatever the situation is, because and it ain't even no motherfucking contract, and I've been asking you for this shit forever, and you know that this shit been expired. That's what it was. Um. What else? Scrappy and Bambi. <laughs> and uh, what's her face? Betty Boop. I'm glad um, wig, bad wig ain't go, because I can't stand her ass. I'm glad she didn't show up. Um, huh? Who? Um, D. Smith or D. What's her name? D. Smith? D. Smith didn't come, and Waka and Deb didn't come. Cause they was like, fuck it. But what's her face? Betty Bop, Betty Boop, whatever the fuck her name is. She came, and Tammy got her ass together. Sat up in there with them fucking contacts. The marbles and eyes. Um, and Bambi got her ass together, and which I thought was hilarious, because uh, Scrappy ain't know what to do. He was looking like, <laughs> you just gonna say that right now? <laughs> that shit was funny. Um, yeah, it was just weird. Like, it was it was different, because, you know, they meeting all separate, and everybody rolling in separate, and they had to, but I guess they had to do what they had to do, because everybody, even with that setup, was still acting the fool. Um, I mean, I don't know. It's interesting. We'll see who makes it back next season or if that rumor is true that they fired everybody. But Jocelyn is funny to me. I'm sorry. She is. I'm, she killed Mimi. You can't never say nothing about me, Mimi, because I said that I had the shit and it was not good. <laughs> can't You can't ever say anything about me ever again. Like, oh, man. Um. Especially after Mimi didn't already went on TV. Oh, she's good at what she does. Like, oh, girl. Anyway, she killed you, Mimi the maid. Molly the maid. Um, so that's it for that, right? Nothing else happened, right? On Love and Hip Hop. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Um... Not that I can think of. Shit's fucking freezing. Oh. Alright. In and out. Alright, so what's next? Um. The night of, or power, or. Sisterhood of Hip Hop. What happened on power? I'm trying to remember. Oh, shit. How did I forget? Lanika Noni Rose came on as a lesbian. I got a lot of shit to say about that. Um. You, you, what you think about that episode? It, started, it was a good episode. Like I'm like, oh, okay. At least they're picking up the action when she shot dude in the store and everything. That was yeah. good. Um, I don't know. That I guess this episode reminded me a lot of like The Wire. Um, yeah, sort of. But I don't know. It was interesting. I guess to see Kanan's interaction with and, and kind of a 
vulnerable spot. Um, I thought, yeah. Having to have someone else take care of him and stuff like that. Uh, huh? Yeah, I, I guess. I thought that part was I'm like, how this nigga laying up with open wounds? They ain't got a bandage. They ain't got no needle sparring. They ain't got nothing. I don't understand her, her girlfriend or whoever she is, the girl. She, I don't know. What what you mean? It seems messy. I think she sent her in. I don't, we don't really know what's going on with them two, but I mean, I think she told, she sent her in there to, I don't, which which was also odd, because I'm like, okay, so if he was going to have sex with you with third degree burns all over his body, like, I'm like, <laughs> why don't like, this is my problem with power, like, things like that, like, yo, this is, this is stupid, like, why would you write this, who would write this, like, this motherfucker's laying on this bed with third degree burns, like, he need to be in the ICU or, or something, or y'all need to have some bandages on him, he just laying on the blankets and shit, like, nigga, you got burned, you burnt, this shit's like, your shit is, your shit is fucking, anyway, um, no, I think she sent her in there on purpose, because she was trying to find out what, why he's down there, because he told her some other story, I guess, so she wanted her to go in there and, like, yo, try to fuck him and see if you can find out what he said, because when she came back, she said that, and she was like, oh, I told you to, something, she knew she was gonna go in there when she came back, I just can't, can't recall exactly what she said to her, but, you know, it's an interesting twist, I like Anika Noni roles, hopefully she elevates it, because she's a real actress, and hopefully she brings some of these other motherfuckers into it, but what I wanted to say was, you know, I think it's, I didn't want to complain because I was so enjoying her playing the role, but, like, I noticed how we mentioned this on Being Mary Jane when, um, what's her name, Loretta Devine was playing the um, old dyke, like, how people, they, it seems like when people have to write, a, a, I guess, a, a masculine gay character or have to play a masculine gay character, they just, they just convert to, well, we'll just play her like if she was a man with the walk and the attitude, and I'm like, yo, that's, that's not really it, like, there's, that's, that's not all there is, like, there's, just because you're a stud doesn't mean you're like, you can't just, oh, I'll just act like a super masculine dude, and that's makes me a stud, like, that don't, it's not what it is, at all, and I noticed that, so, like, Anika Noni wrote, I mean, she wasn't doing it hardcore, but, like, she was doing it, and I was like, you don't gotta walk like that, sis, like, like, you, don't, you know what I mean, I'm like, that's like, oh, I'm gonna do the dyke walk. Like, I don't walk like that. You don't walk like that. Like, who walks like that? The dyke walk. Yeah, like, like they do the dyke walk. I'm gonna be extra hard. I'm gonna sit with my head, my legs extra wide open. Like, we don't do that. Who does that? You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, so, oh, you you get some that do that, but then when you see them, you be like, look at this. Can you? You know, they be trying to walk super hard. You know, the baby dykes do it. But I get the baby dykes room because they baby dykes, and they, you know, that's part of like growing into yourself and figuring out who you're going to be so you don't really know how to act and all. I mean, we act like, you know what I mean? Like, that's part of growing because they're young and shit, so they don't know no better. So I give them a, a, a break. But when you're 45, 50 years old, nobody don't walk like that. Like, in Loretta Devine and um, Demir, it was the same thing. Hey, baby girl with the cane and the wide stance. Like, who does that? Like, nobody stands like that. Like, that's some old stereotype, like, you know, maybe back in the day, or like you a hardcore butch, but like you know, I don't know nobody that stands that walks like that. Do you? No, well, not anymore. Right, like, I knew some old. That's what I say. I was just gonna say, if you do, they some old heads, like some sixty, fifty old old niggas <laughs> from back in the day when you had to walk like that. So motherfucking, you know, leave you alone and shit. 
But that and so that's like my pet peeves. I'm like, we could barely get studs on TV, and then when we do, it's like <laughs> it's not it is. It's not layered, right? That's oh, why shit. I love Cleo and set it off, because Cleo and set it off had it down perfectly. Like you like they just who else did a good one? Um even on um Nah, because we're not really no hardcores in, in, in uh, Orange and New Black. They got that one lesbian. But you you understand what I'm saying. Like, yo, you could write, there's more to being a stud than just, oh, let me act like I'm a man, and that's what turns me into a uh, it's, Don't work like that. They always got the braid. She was like, yo, what up, my nigga, what up? G? Like, yo, we don't, you're doing too much. Like, you could just, I just, my point with that is, I wish, and I don't know if it's because, you know, I mean, Anika Lonely Rose is a pretty good, you know, actress, and I just don't know if it's from lack of exposure or if it's just, you know, this is the quickest way to do it. But I'm like, can y'all, like, just, like, study a little bit so that, like, you know, the, like, all that, like, go to a level. We don't act like that is my point. We don't act like that. We don't walk like that. Like, that's not what makes you a stud. Like, there's studs, quote, finger studs, that are, they don't, I I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like, I can't explain clearly what I'm trying to say, but what I'm trying to say is you don't, the way, you don't have to, you need to, like, look into, you need to do a little research because it looks very, I'm a gay person, and I know different, it looks very unnatural to me. Like, it looks like somebody that's just, oh, I'll just act like a man, and that'll make me a butch gay, and it's very obvious. Right. So, right. And that's why, okay, perfect example. Bound, the movie we told y'all about, mm-hmm. that movie, they did their research because Courtney, Corky was clearly a butch, but she was still feminine. There was right. nothing mass. She wasn't doing the dyke wall. She wasn't, you know what I mean? Like she had her leather jacket on, but she was still a woman. She had a hair, like, but she was very butch. It was no mistake. But she wasn't like, you know what I'm saying? She wasn't like, yo, what? She wasn't doing the pimp stroll. She wasn't extra acting extra hard. She got fucked up. As a matter of fact, Vi- Violet had to save her ass because Violet was built like that and Corky really wasn't. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like, do your research. Like, if you want to do the character, do it. Do it. You know, that's all. That, that's like my pet. I'm like, we could barely get butchers in. And then we do, we got Loretta Divine with these fucking uh, men's warehouse hats and sitting all wide leg with her Jordans and shit. Hey, baby girl, like, come on, man. And I mean, I don't know. Maybe her, she was playing an old dyke, though. So maybe that was a little bit more authentic because that is how them older niggas be acting. But it's kind of, it's just like kind of stereotypical. Like, that straight, oh, here come them girls that want to be dudes, act like dudes. And it's like, nah. It ain't what it is. I wish they would just get, like, actual dykes to play these characters. That would help, too. Or if not to play them, if not to play them, to, like, like, again, do research. You know what I'm saying? Coach them. Right. Coach me. You know, come in, let me coach you. Exactly. Like, you ain't got to walk like that, sis. You could just walk regular. (laughs) Like, I promise you. You ain't got to. You ain't gotta sit like. I feel like, like I gotta go to Pride now just to see how many dyke walks are out there. Like, I'm just gotta be. You know what I'm talking about. You see these hard rocks. They every now and then with the hard, the baby dykes doing a lot with the hard stroll, trying to look like niggas and shit like shorty. They, that is not necessary. You can just walk regularly. You don't walk like that. If you walk like that, it's one thing. But you don't. You trying to imitate some nigga, and like it ain't about that. Like you, you know what right. I mean? Like it's not. It's not about that. Um. Yeah. I think the the best part of my dykeness, my dykety, my dyke 
kind of me, whatever. Um, we, we just get to be. Like, I just get to yeah. be. There's no pressure to right. lean any way. It's like, my, whatever the fuck I feel like being right, right now is what I'm going to be. That's my point. So I'm like, you could just play the character. And you don't got to be like, like she was just with the extra hard and the extra, like, that's so stereotypical. That's like, it's basically like if you play a black character and you make them all, ooh, honey child, you know what I mean? It's like very stereotypical portrayal. It's like, it's not necessary. Like, you don't, you could just be regular. Like, there's no, the, the feminine lesbians, they always just act like straight women that, like, have a girlfriend. And then now we got the super dykes and want to act like, you know, it's, it's just... Exactly that. You could just be. That's the whole point. We dress how we want to dress. Some of us, some some studs, like you got you got soft studs, which is a gamut of people. Some studs wear makeup. They wear lipstick. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not, it's, I'm just trying to say, it's like, it's very stereotypical. It's not just one way to be. And I feel like whenever we're dealing with a stud lesbian, it's always one way to be. They're going to have the cornrows, Cleo had cornrows. They'll be acting super hard. And if you watch Set It Off, Cleo didn't act super hard. She was super hard in the bank because they were robbing the bank. But when she was just regular, she wasn't acting super. She was just acting regular. She was just right. being regular. That's my whole point. you just being regular. But we know why. Queen. She wasn't being nobody but Auntie Dana. Exactly. <laughs> she wasn't walking hard. She, you know what I mean? Unless she was trying to be funny and shit. But we know why Latifah played that role so well. But I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying, like, do just... Do the research. That's all. And I'm not. This is not against Anika Nor because she's an outstanding actress. And perhaps she came up with that. I feel like she came up with her character on her own. But I'm just saying, like she was killing me with the, even with the girlfriend trying to be all hard, slapping her on the ass. Yeah. Like who does that? Nobody that does shit, that. That's always made me uncomfortable. That's all I remember in high do. school when it was like the latest rage to like be gay and shit like that, and everybody was coming out and people were deciding where they were going to be on the spectrum, yeah. and like the studs were all like. You know, this my girl. Yeah, imitate me. She do everything I say. Trying to and, you know, I was men. still hiding at the time, but I used to be looking like, bitch, you got some nerve. Y'all like, look the like the dumbest ones. Like, y'all imitate in this system that oppressing all of us. And here y'all go imitate any gender roles. Like, oh, I'm the dude. I'm going to come in. What up, woman? Slap you on your ass. Like, we don't, that's corny. Who does that? Like, I'm, I'm trying to cook dinner right now. Like, what is your problem? You know what I mean? Like, like, like we, we both making sandwiches in this bitch. Right? Like, I don't this is. What you think this is? You gonna come in here and I'm just gonna be cooking and shit? Like, <laughs> that shit ain't gonna fly. Let me, listen. I don't know what y'all think. <laughs> that Ashley Larry shit do not fly. I'm um, buying, I'm buying the feminine products this month. You right? next month, motherfucker. The fuck is right? this? You think I'm just gonna be in here motherfucking cooking? I don't give a fuck about this cop shit, bitch. Just grab a broom. There go the knives over there. Um, I don't know what you think this fucking is. But I'm not gonna be in here. My name is not Betty Crocker, bitch. Like, like I don't. It's just, it's just like they always do that. Like they just try to emulate straight relationships. I'm like, it don't work like that. I mean, sometimes it does, but not. That's not how we roll. Like we don't roll like that. It's totally different. And the ones that do, like you just said, we be looking at them like they're crazy. Like I be looking at the girl. Like you know, you ain't gotta take that, right? Like you, like right. like you know, you could like free, right? <laughs> <laughs> like you know you don't gotta just like sit there and like um Lakeisha got a sports bra on just like you do girl like I don't, I don't know what y'all doing right now <laughs> like I just be looking right. like don't mind my business but sometimes I be like but you, you okay cause you know I don't wanna again everybody's free to express their sexuality how you want 
But when they be acting like straight couples and going in and cook for us, I just be looking like, I be wanting to like wink with my eyes like, girl, you know you're free, right? You, you ain't got to. You don't gotta go in there like that. Like, you don't gotta cook. She can cook. You know what I mean? Like, I just be looking like, I don't know how y'all live. When, um, like, my first conversation with, with a, a touch me not. And for y'all who don't know the terminology, that's basically a stud that don't like being penetrated or, or touched in any touched way. Touched in any way. They be in the bed in with, way. like, all their clothes on. Yeah. And, but my first conversation with one, I was just like, you do what now? <laughs> like, you don't get rug burned and that? Like, what the fuck? What do they do? I don't fucking know. Like, they just, you just there and. Doing what? Why would you want that? I don't fucking want, I don't understand. Like, that was, it was a very short conversation. I was just like, what? <laughs> oh. I don't understand why, why a person would be with somebody like that. Like, were you abused? Like, what is that? I don't understand. I don't know. That's, that's the next level, like. I don't know. Like, you might need to spend some more time figuring out who it is that you are. Cause they don't want That's to, not crazy to me. They don't want to be in the pool with, like, whole shirts and shorts on. Like, you ain't going to put no swim trunks or something on. Like, you ain't got to be in the bikini, but, you know, a wetsuit, some kind of, like, water recreational activity gear. Like, you just going to be out here in fucking, like, shorts and Jordans in the pool. I don't, I don't fucking get it. Like, I just, I, I just know me. I can only speak for me. And I have some things that are like super masculine. I have some things that are right. super feminine, and everything in between. Right. So. Which makes it fun. But right. I wish I would come in, come in the house and slap somebody on the ass, talking about hurry up with them bit nigga. It. I Do you want... know how crazy somebody would look at me <laughs> if I ever came in this house and said that shit? Like for real? I just want y'all to know and listener land. It do not work like that. <laughs> If you so y'all little curious is getting y'all little relationships, don't try that shit. You get fucked up, cussed out. Um, yeah. So yeah, that was my only thing. I was like, God damn, they even got Anika doing this dumb shit. Um, but I, it ain't know, her fault though. No, that's I, I know. That's what I'm saying. That's why I was like, I ain't trying to complain too much. Is I'm just I'm just tickled to death about the storyline. But you know, the and the girlfriend like. She is that bird. She is that bird girl in every hood, everywhere that wears the rainbow belt and does all this other shit and like just is a super opportunist and floats between whomever is looking at her and like make sure, you know, she colors her hair rainbow for pride. Like she's that girl. And I was just like And the other thing is like and I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the writing, but they're their um little couple scenes did not seem authentic. We talk about this all the time. They did not seem authentic to me at all. Like, I'm trying to think. I keep going back to but what's some like what's a more recent movie that you think somebody would have seen where the love scenes were like okay they did that really well. What we talked about um oh uh how to how to get away with murder. Remember we were talking about okay, how yeah. how natural it was and how there that's. That relation, we talked about this before. They was two fans, but still it don't matter. Our point was the interactions, how they reacted to each other, how they talked to each other. How they, that was very authentic. Like I kept saying, how do Shonda write these gay characters? That was very authentic. The one in power was not. It's like you can just kind of tell when you have, that's what I mean by, I can tell when there are straight people writing gay characters. They don't have any gay people in the room, and they just have straight people doing the best they can at it because it doesn't look natural. And that, that 
interaction between Anika, Noni Ro, whatever her character was, and the girlfriend, to me, looked very awkward. It looked like two straight women doing the best they can to look gay. But it did not look gay. Like, it did not look authentic to me at all. Well, I, I also wonder how much of that is, like, the actress, actresses not being entirely comfortable with that uh, I don't know. Anika Noni Rose is, like, she's a legit actress. Like, I don't see her having a problem with it. I just think I just think they didn't have anybody on set that could be like, nah, don't do it like that, do it like this. I think they just, I mean, it's 50, you know, who knows who to write. I just think they, that to me look like straight people writing gay scenes. And when straight people write gay scenes, they tend to just switch out the characters, but they still uphold that man, well, this is what the man does, and this is what the woman does. They just put two gay characters in there, and it's always very obvious. And that interaction... The only thing, the only thing that's going to eliminate this and we've said it before, is to get a TV show or put put some regular some of us out there so niggas can see that it's not all one way and not another way, like, and we just be and exist and do all this other shit and put that on mainstream TV so the whole world can see, you know, the spectrum of, of stud and, and then from there you should be able to navigate a little bit better, I guess, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, because... You got soft studs, you got hard studs, you got studs that wear heels, um, and I hate the word stud, but again, we use it for, right, because we ain't trying to have, you know, think pieces of explanations of what we're talking about. But like, I'd be wanting to say masculine of center, but then I'm like, that sounds like I'm now about we, to think. Now we sound problematic when we're doing that yeah, shit. Cis-center, right. <laughs> <laughs> cis-masculine, anyway, um, um. Yeah, but that's the only complaint. So hopefully they get better with that. But I, that's like my only thing. I was like, ah, they got straight people writing this. And I could tell. It don't look natural. The way they was kissing. Like, even the way, I can't explain it. But, like, just the way you go to reach for a person, the way they react, it just was, it just looked like two straight women kissing to me. <laughs> it ain't look like two lesbians at all. Um, I'm trying to think. Bessie, that's another one. The way they, back to Dana. The way they interacted in Bessie, Tika Sumner, and that was authentic. They was just being. You ain't, wasn't nobody like, oh, that's, you know, they were just being, yeah, and then they would dress up and go out, and it just, that was authentic. Like, more like that. Like, clearly, those are people, because, again, it's Dana, that know what they're doing, and so it looks real. And you could tell the difference between that and when it's just a bunch of straight people just trying to do the best they can. That's all, that's my point. Um... And it's especially, uh, gay people can especially tell it, or I can tell it. Um, like I don't I said, know what's so hard about it. Gay people go out and act straight every day and nobody knows. Well, because they don't know that. They don't know our lives. That that's We maneuver around them. You know? I mean, it's just like white people, and they say, that, well, we maneuver around y'all every day. Y'all don't know what it's like. So it's the same thing. Um, and, you know, again, people just... The gay thing just throws people off. They don't understand. Well, you know, they sexuality is very difficult for a lot of people to get. They think it means a lot of things that it doesn't. Well, if you don't, why you must want to be a boy? You're dressing like a boy. My clothes ain't got nothing to do with it. This is just how I feel comfortable because I'm not going. I'm not a. I, dresses and heels feel as as natural to me as a fucking dress and heels feel on you, dude. Like it's not, not for me. But you got plenty of gays out here super feminine gays, and they like that shit. That's just how they are. Like, that has nothing to do with sexuality. Like, I wish I could I could do that and 
because things would be a lot cheaper for me probably, but it just ain't me. Right, exactly. And which is the whole point, which is separate from sexuality. Anyway, um, what else happened in that episode? Uh, what happened with ghosts? Not too much. I feel like it was mainly um, to focus on Kanan. Oh, um, Tommy and Ghost met back up. And Ghost seems to don't, I don't know, Ghost seems like he don't understand that Tommy really could have just killed him. I don't know, Ghost, I feel like they're both dumb. Tommy's dumb, Ghost is dumb too, because... I think Ghost, he knows that Tommy is the one that's trying to kill him. You think? Because I thought he didn't from that meeting when he was like, oh, I think, huh? I think he does. Maybe, we'll see. We're trying to smoke Tommy out. I, just, I don't know. Um... Oh, Holly got pregnant, right? Yeah. Whatever. I'm over Holly. Um, I'm over the whole show. But, um, Is this the episode or was it the last one where Tasha... Oh, yeah, because she's helping them set up the, the money laundering thing. Yeah, which is another plot hole, but whatever. Um, I don't know how this is going to operate. I mean, obviously, Tommy's going to go back with Ghost. Maybe he won't. I don't know. I, I think he will. He better, because he ain't built for prime time. And he fucking everything up so far. Um, he's a soldier. He's not a boss. Um, I think Katie's going to come back with that cop and some some people. Yeah. Because he finally told her the truth, right? Yeah, he did. He told her he killed his son and the whole night. And I, I'm, I never... I, I, what was their relationship? How does he know her? They grew up together um, in Brooklyn or wherever. They grew up together okay. up there. Okay. And um, I guess she moved away. Because she was like, I had to come up and get you and drive you down here. And I'm like, is that your sister? I thought he was like his aunt or something. Like, who is, what is, who, who is, how do y'all know each other that he's, you know, to come down there like that? Um, yeah, I'm not really sure. But they grew up together. Because okay. I think she was saying something about how, like, he used to come to the house or, you know, whenever he needed, needed right. some shit. Okay. Yeah, so I watched Power. I was like, oh, okay. This is turned up. It's still a terrible show. I was like, well, they got, okay, I can watch this the Legends, just to see what's going on now. They got some real actors on here. Maybe they'll get some real writers, you know, that evolve. They, they renewed it for like three more seasons, so, you know, maybe they'll work it up, but it's still a ridiculous show, and I still hate Tommy, the character, and the actor. Um, Angela's still dumb. Don't know how she got a, a job. Oh, that's the other scene that pissed me off. When Ghost was in Angela's house, talking about Angela, how you uh have a gun out so my son can get it? Bitch, because how about it's my house? You don't want your son to get your gun, keep him at your motherfucking house. I had my motherfucking gun spinning around the middle floor like fucking spin the bottle if I fucking want to. I'm the only motherfucker to live here, and I know I ain't going to pick that shit up and shoot myself with it. So what the fuck is you in my face for? Like, that pissed me the fuck off. I'm Whatever. I'm like, you can go. I ain't want your kids over here anyway. And... Not only, I mean, it wasn't in the safe, but it wasn't out on the table either. Why is that nigga in my shit? What else he stole? You know what I'm saying? He too old for that. That boy is 15, 16 years old. You too old to be going through people's shit and taking their shit, bro, and taking their shit to school. You was all yeah, in that one closet like that. And you were here at questioning me about shit I do in my house. Nigga, please. Yeah, that's what I said. So, I mean, you, you got to take responsibility for that, bro. Like, you too old. You know better. You know that shit was wrong. And shouldn't have been in my shit. I ain't, I, I ain't tell you you can go in my closet and looking all through my shit, and then you gonna take my gun? And, and now you, you you can't have it like that when you're around my kid. You can take your kids, you and them kids, and get the fuck on. How about that? 
And you ain't got to worry about where my gun is at, because you can be at your own fucking house. Um, I think that's the, some of it. Yeah. I don't think nothing else happened. So, um, the Asian dude sang karaoke when he told Tommy you fucking up. Um, yeah, I think that was it. How did it end? What was the last scene? Oh, um, when Tommy walked away from Ghost, right? That was the last scene? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, alright, so that was power. We're gonna keep our eye on, but, uh. I didn't mean to drag on that long about it, but the, the lesbian thing, I was like torn. I was like, I ain't trying to really complain because I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying the shit out of this lesbian storyline. But at the same time, I was like, oh, this is, this is this, it's not, uh, this is what I always hate when they do this shit like this, especially with black. You know what I mean? It's one thing, like, you never see lesbians. You never see studs. You never, ever, ever, ever see them black. And here we got them, and it's like, ah. Y'all guess you could have had a coach. It would have been so much better. Yeah. It got room to grow, though. Yeah. And then if he was going to make... That's the thing. And then if he was going to make her like a hardcore dyke, like she was trying to be, but you ain't have a dress like that. You know what I mean? You had a dress regular. So if you want, if you was going to go that way, like if you wanted to be hardcore, like Cleo-type, cop, copity cop, then you should have had her dress like that. She, you know what I mean? But you wasn't. You had a dress like a regular, like soft butch or whatever. But she got the dyke walk, and you know what I mean? Like, it was just, like, all wrong. I was like, uh, stop it. Um, and the other girlfriend, like, you right, like, I didn't, she see, now, I'll give you that. That actress, I don't know who she is, but she did seem, like, I don't know if it was she was hesitant or she just wasn't a good actress, but she just did not give me lesbian at all. At all. She was just, like, them little dry-ass kisses they was doing, it just, it's like, okay, Peck, Okay, Pat, it was just not, it wasn't working for me. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens here. Yeah. She uh, might turn up dead. I, I don't see them tolerating her too much. What was her purpose? She, she mixes up the drugs, right? And she was sipping on that lean and giving it. Uh, I'm like, that lean, y'all need to leave that lean shit alone. That shit melts your brain. I don't know why that's just the hot shit. Um, I don't know. Okay, so moving on to the night of. So I've, I've noticed, night of. yeah, I've noticed on Twitter people start watching it. I see people tweeting about it and liking. It. It's a good show. So this episode, um, Nasir, he's still in jail. Um, the other lady, so the the um, pro bono big firm lady, she quit because he didn't want to plead guilty to get the charges knocked down. So he didn't want to plead guilty because he's saying he ain't do it. And um, I think, I so I'm at the point now, so we got Nasir in jail. We get this part of it. I want them to get into what happened because I, I, I have a feeling they keep showing, you notice how they keep putting the camera on that deer head or whatever it is? I feel like it's a camera in there or something. Like, I feel like there's something in that apartment that, because they keep focusing on that room. I'm like, all right, something in there happened. The thing with the cat, I think the cat is involved. Like, why do we keep showing that cat? The cat has something to do with it. Whose cat is that? Where'd that cat come from? How to get outside or whatever. I just want that. I'm ready for them now. Okay, we got the part where Nasir's in jail. He's fitting in or he's not fitting in. The dude, you know, set him up. Then through the house, which I knew. I was like, Nasir, he's setting you up. Why is he being nice to you? So then he finally went up to um, Omar's character and decided to, you know, he needed his help because people keep fucking with him. So I'm like, okay, we got the jail part down. We got it. He's in jail. He's 
wide-eyed, he's bushy-tailed, he's not built for it, we got it. So now I want them to swing this, I'm ready for them to swing the story to what happened to this girl, because I'm curious of what happened. Because as far as we still know, like I said, he went, they had sex, he gave him the cocaine, he wakes up on the couch, he goes up, she's stabbed, she's butchered, I mean, she's stabbed up, blood is everywhere. And it don't seem like he's the one that did it. So I'm trying to figure out. I want them to start figuring out what happened. So John Turturro's back on the case because the other lady quit. And he's been kind of doing some investigation all along. And he found out that, um, um, is it across the street or down the street? I don't know. On that block or somewhere near the murder, there's a, um, what is it? A halfway house or rehab or something like that with, like, a bunch of drug addicts. So... And then there was that scene. This is this is this is the part that I keep wanting to remember. On the first episode when she got into his cab and she was sitting in that cab and it was the black dude with the limo and he was leaning yeah. against the limo and he was talking to her kind of like he knew her. I think that scene is important because Me he too. was talking to her like he knew her. And we never saw that part again. So they're put it's little it's little things they're showing you that I think are going to end up being important. And they keep showing that deer head. And I'm like, I wonder if there's a recorder in there or, or you know, something in that, li that living room is key. Because that's where he woke up at. He woke up downstairs on the couch. So, I don't know if somebody carried him there. He went there. You know, it's... Anyway, I'm ready for him to get into that part of the story. Um, I think that the character that was walking with Bodie's character... Because mm -hmm. notice they called Bodie in, but they ain't yeah, called his the other dude. Yeah. And he was the one that kind of like had that really weird exchange with Nazir. So yeah, yeah I like, think the guy at the gas station and him are two, two key people. Yeah, because he, he was the one that looked like Salty that he was going in there with her. Like, oh, you want, he looked, yup. Yeah, so it's interesting. It's a good show, though. Like, y'all, I, I see y'all picking up on it. It's really good. Um, I really, what I really enjoy is. I mean, I ain't never been in a man prison, and I, I'm tired of talking about this shit. Y'all probably tired of it, too. But anyway, I found it relatable because for someone that's never been in that type of um, environment or never really associated with anyone from that type of environment, you're completely blindsided when you go into an institution like that. And it's like, it's very, it's very raw and and um, showing and exposing Nazir's ignorance to like how the politics work inside of a jail. Um, so that, that shit is like very honest and very true. So like shout out to them for, for writing it that way. Um, you definitely go in and you know he in his mind he's doing the right thing, telling the truth, you know, being being wholesome and all this other shit. But it's like that's not really working out for him at all. Um, <laughs> and you know he don't really know that. And it's like you you kind of have to you know shucking not shucking jive. He keeps better. asking people for help because, yeah. he, you know, and he can't trust anybody in there. He keeps, like, asking people for help and, like, and just trusting in them and, like, hoping hoping that they're telling him right. Right. And it's like, and it's like you see now that uh, Omar's character is really, like, the only person that's genuinely, like, at least, at least the way that it looks right now, the only person that genuinely cares about the dude and is just, like, no, actually, this kid is, like has absolutely no idea what's going on. And his at the that great scene, I love that scene when they're in the jail cell. When I see her finally comes up there and he's asking like, "Why me? Like, why are you trying to protect me?" Because you know everybody in there wants something from you. And he's like, "You know what? You know what? Why are you? Why did you reach out to help me? Why are you trying to protect me?" 
And it's basically because, you know, so Omar has, I'm calling him Omar, that's not his name in the show. He has his high school diploma, which he's really proud of. And it's basically because he's like, yo, you you know, you're educating a college kid. You know, I can tell that, you know, you don't really belong in here. And, um, you know, I can tell, basically he's like, I can tell you ain't no criminal. Like, I don't know what it is you did, but like, I could tell like, this ain't, this ain't for you. And, um, and he, and he hands Nasir this, this, uh, book, Call It A While, and he was like, yo, you got it's two books that everybody in prison read, is this, and, um, some other book, I forgot what he said, and he was like, and all this time, like, this book right here, Call It A While, tells you everything you need to know how to survive, and he hands it to Nasir, like, here, you should read it, and Nasir's a college kid, like, he's, you know, he's 23 years old, he's college, you know, engineer, I'm sure, some shit, Clearly, you know, anybody who went to school has already read Call of the Wild. He's like, he looks at it and he's like, thank you. That's like an eighth grade level book. Like, you get that, like, mad young. And he's like, thank you, but I already read it. And he gives it back to him. And when he gives it back to him, he kind of looks at him like, oh, you already read it. And I just think that's a great scene because it's like, you know, this dude had to get all the way to prison. He's a grown-ass man. He's like, what, probably like in his 50s and he got grain his beard and everything. He had to get all the way to prison and be in jail to read. Call it a while, and that's some shit you read like you know in school when you like mad young, and I just that's just like a list. It just was like the contrast of their upbringings. I mean, they were in the same place, but like the contrast of their upbringings and like how much it just like how much of his life he had missed. You know, he had his little high school diploma framed, and he was so proud of it. And he, you know, reading Call It a While, and it's like, dude, that's like a sixth grade level. It was just so many. It was just so much in that scene. A really good scene. The show, the show is, is really good. It, it's, it has a lot of um, honesty, I guess is the best word I have. Yeah. And like it really, it's very realistic in its approach. And it really, yeah, it really shows the system for how it is. Like, if they don't sugarcoat it, it's like just, it really shows like how, you know, because if this kid didn't do it, his life is fucked. They just, they wanted him to take a plea. Right. And he almost took it for like, what was it, 25 or 35 years? Yeah, for, um manslaughter yeah for this crime that like he's a 23 year old college kid was just trying to go to a party and now he's in jail trying to plead guilty to a murder and so that was a good scene too that court scene when um when he was about to accept the plea and then they started asking him in the quest that was a good scene i thought yeah um so hopefully, you know, like I understood, but at the same time, I was like, I don't know, dude. Like it ain't like you can have faith in the system that you know these motherfuckers send people to jail for shit they didn't do all the time. You know what I mean? So I'm like, yo, you killed this rich white girl, like might want to took it, but yeah, he didn't, cause the other girl, the Indian girl who was a um, who's a associate at the firm, kind of told him she was like, look, if I was you and I did it. I would take this plea because it's not going to get no better. She was like, but if you didn't do it, I wouldn't because you're going to be in jail for 35 years for shit you didn't do. Ain't nobody going to hear from you ever again. So he didn't say he ended up not taking the plea. And like we said, the lawyer quit. So it's a good show. It comes on same time as Power. So I tend I watched Power earlier on, on demand so that I could watch Night Of at 9 o'clock because Power just ain't that great to me. Um... So yeah, y'all y'all check it out. It's a really good show. Um, what else do we do? Oh, Sisterhood of Hip Hop. So now I'm pretty sure. So his, I'm pretty sure now. I'm almost positive now that those girls are not gay and that that girl's not gay and that she's just annoying. Her manager. Okay. Yeah, I I don't get, I don't get those. You still think so? 
I don't I don't know I don't know. It hasn't really changed. Again, I don't I don't know that I think that they're a couple, but I definitely think that maybe the the girl tried to get at me at some point. I don't know. Yeah, I think I don't know. That episode is when I was like, eh, I think they just two Philly chicks that's just kind of hood and rough around the edges, and that's just how they come off. Especially, it could be. I mean, I don't want to project. It just—I I don't know. I guess I just caught a vibe. But yeah, we'll. we'll see. I just feel like they would have mentioned that or brought that up at this point by now, right? In a conversation or or something. Um, maybe not. And then I was confused because last week I thought it was I'm moving to Atlanta. Now it's L.A. Did she say L.A. last week? No, it was definitely Atlanta. Yeah, hey, now it's L.A. I'm like, all right, I, okay, that's cool. Um, yeah, and that's why I said that last week because it because the damn the manager was the one that said, hey, you know, let's do Atlanta. So what you call came to Atlanta? Right. And she while she was here, she was like, oh, I gotta go back and tell. Right, so about so Atlanta. Because she was talking to Diamond about it and everything, about coming to Atlanta. And then this week it's L.A. And I'm like, okay, sure. Um, but I swear last week y'all said Atlanta. Um, I mean, but L.A. is a good look. I would go to L.A. instead of Atlanta, too. Um, well, maybe not if I was doing music. but um, Or her kind of music. If you're doing pop, definitely. But... Doing rap, you might want to go to. I mean, I don't know. LA, LA has got some, got a rap scene too. So whatever. If I had my choice between LA and Atlanta, I would go to Atlanta. All things being the same. I mean, I would go to LA. All things being the same. Um, Saya is really on my nerves, B. Saya is on my right. nerves. She's doing the most about this fucking case, and even Tank is like my nigga. Like I'm not making no money off of you. All I'm doing is giving you money, and now. We had these New York days set up for you, and you not going because of this warrant shit. Like, she in Vegas pouting and shit. Even her girlfriend. Her girlfriend was like, sis, um, this ain't working for me. <laughs> she, she said exactly that, actually. <laughs> she was like, I don't know what she's doing right now, but um, this pouting and laying around in my house, you, you got to go. <laughs> like, basically, it's what she was saying. Like, I, I'm not doing this. And I kind of felt her, because I was like, girl, it's, get your life together. Like, you went to the lawyer, you know, do whatever, do and, and get the shit cleared up, and get it over with, and record your, and, and in the meantime, though, that ain't stopping you from recording this album, which is right. what, really what was, I'm like, nigga, like, you got 30 days to record the album, record the album, the New York show's a separate issue. This whole time, you could be in the studio recording, like, you know, like, she's just doing the most for me. Like, she's drama. It was just, I didn't understand what all the dramatics was, was about. No, and I, I feel like she might have cost herself a lot by not showing up. She definitely did, because Tank was like, yo, I, you know, I'm not making no money off of you, and I got to see if it's still, you know, worth it. So, I swear, you know. I, yeah, what agreement did they come to, though? Remember, she renewed it, because they were going to, she was, the, the deal was up. And she was going to go with T-Pain, remember? T-Pain said he could give it, which I... I know, I know he didn't drop her. Oh, as of this show, as of right now, I, I guess not. I, whatever. I thought that, I thought that the T, I thought she should have went with T-Pain. I think that was a bad move. She wanted to be loyal to Tank, that's fine. But I think if she would have went with T-Pain, she'd have had some hits by now. And, I mean, you know, more than what she got on. I mean, if you say what you want about T-Pain, but that motherfucker made some hits, hit records. And I think he could have made her something, one or two, real quick, to get her popping really quick. 
and moving a little bit faster. Like, I mean, she's been on the Chris Brown song and what else? Like, and a couple other tracks I've heard her on, but I feel like they've been real hardcore, you know, rap tracks, some remixes. It's good. She's a good rapper, but I don't know. I just feel like T-Pain look might have been a good look, even if not to manage her. Like, okay, can you do a song for me? Some, some shit to get you just popping real quick. You know what I mean? Yeah, and she been she been grinding for a minute. She has. She should be luck. She is right now. That's I mean, what I'm saying. I think T Pain might have been a good look. Like she's talented, and she should be a lot farther than she is right now. Like I'm, she had, she's standing in the door, but like right. she because Tank is like an R and B dude. Like he's a good songwriter and all that, but he's an R and B dude. You a hip hop artist? And even his stuff doesn't really pop. Exactly. Like exactly. I mean, I love Tank. He's right. one of my favorite singers, but his stuff does not go. Mainstream, the right? Way. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think I don't. I I thought that the T Pain move would have been a good move because I feel like he could have gave you a better sound. He's more popping. Not that he's relevant, but you know he can make a hit, and you know he make you a hit. He get some, you know, get you on another record. Like, like here's a perfect. He's example. behind a lot of a lot of people. That's what I say. Here's a perfect example. Compare her with Jizzle, who's with Diddy. Jizzle done been in all. Jizzle got songs on the radio with um Ty Dolla Sign. She in, in, in all the videos, you know what I'm saying? Like, way higher profile because she's with Diddy. I think that if Sia would have went with um, Payne, something similar. I mean, she not he's not Diddy level, but I think she would have been more popping than she is. I wish somebody, a rapper, would come get her, but I don't know who. Um... The game, maybe? I don't, I, I don't know either. I, I just don't know how... The I, game was trying to get Dage, man. I ain't beat. I, I, that's my point, though. Like, you're hip-hop. Who's going to come... Like, who who's going to notice you from that world with Tank? Right. You know? Like, yeah, you can get on you can get on CB's record. CB's an R&B artist. Okay. Or even... even she could have went with Chris. Chris could have got her on. Yeah. Any, younger. Somebody younger. Somebody more relevant. I think so. They got this new this new chick now that I I just found out about Young and May. You know you know about her? No. Oh yeah, she was on the Breakfast Club. I think. Yeah. Oh, um, or Sway, one of them. Yeah, one of them shows I seen. Yeah, she's pretty decent. But like the thing about the freestyle, that's cool and all that. You can spit, but can you get on a song? Like, can you make a a a song that's gonna hit? It's gonna resonate. Like like Remy got on that all the way up. And, and she's rapping, but that's a song. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing about a lot of those, lot of like, yeah, you you nice, you got some lyrics and all of that. But Sia, Sia, same thing. But like, can you make a song? Can you make a hit song? Yeah, and I was uh I was tweeting about that today. I forgot what what sparked that that train of thought. But um, and then they said it was last week on this show where Jazzy Faye was talking about the melodies and like people don't yeah. that that shit is very very that's the funny. song. That's the like, song. That, exactly. Nobody here the for your framework. 99 bars and shit. Ask not. That's, for, for, for everything that you're going to do with the song. Like, you go from there, you build off there. Once you got your melody set, then you can do you can do anything with that song. Like, you can expand on it. But I just, I was listening to, like, gay rappers or female rappers. And it's like, sometimes it'd be sounding like, it's just like spoken word being yeah. trying to catch up with bar after bar after bar after bar. Nobody yeah, can hear it, that. It, it has no rhythm to it. It has no vibe. It's not meshing with the music. The, the it's energy's not a song. You just, you just freestyling. You just rapping. It's not a song. Like, this ain't the early 90s and niggas just got... 
blah for blah for blah. Nigga, nobody that what's the song? What can I put on the club that's gonna get the girls moving? When I drive around the radio, can you make a song? And that's what I'm saying. So a lot of these rappers, especially these these dyke rappers, like cool, yeah, you can spit, but you're not popping because you're not making dope songs. And that's what I'm saying. Jizzle, she on Ty Dollar Sign, she would did it. They making good songs. You know what I'm saying? That's that's why I'm like I don't think Tank is the one for size. She need to get on somebody that could, and I think T Pain could have did that for her. T Pain could have put a good song out with a melody and a hook that could have got you some heat, like Dage. Dage be on songs, you know what I'm saying? Like you got to get with people that could put you on a song. And I just don't see Tank and she come in and Tank singing a slow jam. Like what is this doing for me though? Like I'm a rapper and you in here singing love songs. That was weird. Yeah. So. And then, like, he proceeded to, like, write the remix or whatever, which was incredibly slow. And, and write me a song, dude. You talking about you're not making no money off of me. Okay, pin me a song then. You know what I mean? Give me a nice melody. You write melodies. Write me an up-tempo. Like you said, his shit don't pop off. I just I just think she should have went with T-Pain. I think that was a mistake. I know she wanted to be loyal and all that, but I think T-Pain would have been a good look for her. He's done songs with her, but they ain't, they ain't jump like that. His songs don't jump like that. Yeah, so... Anyway, we'll see what happens. But um, I told you I like Audra. I think Audra is the one with the most, with the most uh, pop on there. Um, yeah. And her music is dope. Um, I like I like um Lee. I just want her to get it. Like I want her to let go of the manager. Like I want her to fully yeah, embrace. She don't need the that girl. That she she don't need that girl at all. Like I still don't realize really know what that girl do for you unless y'all y'all just friends and you don't want to go out there by yourself. All right, dude, make me your assistant. Like, you know what I mean? Rhea Melissa. You know what I mean? Well, actually, I can't even say that because Melissa takes pictures. Melissa's got a job on the tour. Melissa be working. You know what I mean? Taking them fly-ass pictures. So, And I feel like Jen is probably managing every fucking No, thing. Jen is definitely the assistant. Like, uh, Melissa just get the assistant title, but I'm saying she's not just hanging out. Like, she be taking pictures and shit. Like, because um, when the credits for the tour roll down, she gets she's a tour photographer in the credits, and she be taking the pictures. So I'm saying it ain't like she's just hanging out. But I'm just saying, like, if that's the case, like, look, I don't, I don't need you to be managed. Just come out here with me and, like, I don't know, pick, I don't know, I'll just give you some random shit to do. But, like, I don't really know what she needs that girl for. I don't understand how people just, like, hire their friends. I mean, it's fine if you hire your friends. Like, it's great to get Friends, but make sure y'all all get money. Like, you just you can't just have, be having these niggas are standing around and ain't doing shit. Like, you know, I don't. You doing security? Get, some people get doing famous. The books. Some people get famous just to do that, just to have niggas standing around watching them. Like, which I I hear you. Like, my listen, I ain't got time for all that. Like, I already know if if I get famous, something happened. I already know the niggas that I'm having. It's very, it's like three of them, and everybody gonna one gonna be my accountant. Somebody else gonna be doing something. I don't know what. Keeping my shit in order, or whatever. Something like we ain't just we ain't gonna be just popping bottles and rolling with thirty niggas. Like mm -mm, not doing that. And they all people I've known my whole life, or I'm and or I'm related to. Right. So. Yeah. Nah. I got everything. I got my my driver. I got my security. Yeah. I'm the driver. <laughs> you don't need no fucking driver or Uber. Like y'all call the motherfucking car service. Yeah, but um. No, I meant like a bus driver. Oh, okay. Drunk brothers in the hallway banging on the door. This thing gets on my nerves. Um, locked up. Nah, he he. I, I don't know. He's been a little bit sober, but. <laughs> a 
little. No, because usually this nigga be every day falling down drunk. But I've been, I've seen him like three times this summer, and he's been sober all, all three of them times. So I'm like, I don't know if he's been going to church or what. But right now he out there banging, and he was out there earlier. So I guess he even fell off the wagon again. I don't know. Um. All right. So is that it? Yeah, we had two hours again. I know. We ain't mean to go this long. I, I went off on that Rihanna tangent. But you know, I love my queen. Um, Anybody got you fucked up? Um, I guess just a little thing happened at work. I can't think of anything else. I feel like I had something else. Because I don't like to talk about work. But So, you know, I'm on this new assignment or whatever. And it's like in IT. Are you back in, Um, are you still in Atlanta? Or are you back where you were before? Downtown. Okay. It's an assignment, and um, so like we, we work with these consultants, and you you I know you know about it all too well, but anyway, so like they've been down there. I've only been down there what three months, maybe four, and some of them have been down there for over a year. So I get it. Everybody's fed up or whatever. Blah blah blah. blah fed blah. up. So you know, so it's like now we're doing stuff. And me, I like to get shit done. Like, you give me stuff, I'm not going to sit here and, like, spread it out and, you know, wait, you know, to fill the day or whatever. No, I'm going to get this shit done, and then you can give me the next shit to do or whatever. And I got, I've got, i been like that since I got there. Like, you know, the first the first two weeks, I'm going to let you know, like, hey, I'm done. Pass me whatever. I feel like after two fucking weeks, you know me, you know my work ethic, you know if I'm sitting there, I ain't got shit to do. Right? So, you know, I know I'd be finding stuff to do. I might talk. They always got some fucking some candy, some snacks. Stick building, go wander for a while, go get some coffee or whatever. Recently, I'm on this espresso kick. But when I first got there, it was a thing. Because I don't know what I was going through at the time. But, like, I had my phone. I needed my phone. Oh, because I had just left. And, like, remember, remember like, they threw me. They One day, they just, like, tomorrow go downtown, and that was it, I ain't say shit else, so, like, I had to communicate back and forth, make sure my stuff was straight, back at the home office, talking to my supervisor, whatever, back and forth, so I remember, like, they came up to me, and it was like, you know, uh, your phone, ain't no phone really allowed in here, and I'm just like, okay, and Wait, I was who just told like, you that? one of the manager, but I guess, you know, lead or whatever, for the consultants? No, 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 no. No. Oh, I was about to say, you know, what you telling So, I'm like, you know, whatever. I felt way about it, but I was like, you know, I just got here. Let me not start no shit. So, I put it down, started listening to my stuff on the computer, or, you know, just put it on my phone and leaving my phone away. So, I'm looking. Yo, it's niggas in here having full fucking conversations out loud on the phone. It's niggas just... You know, doing all kinds of shit. People's phones, you know, going off, saying Gucci man, like all type, all types of shit, right? Like real disruptive shit. So I'm like, okay, I'm not saying nothing to none of these motherfuckers in here. So when I don't have shit to do, I'm going back on my goddamn phone. So I started doing that. Weeks, weeks went by. So just yesterday, again, mind you, and I just bar- I barely got there. Like, what's that Wednesday? I barely walked in the fucking door. You know, you're going to have to put that phone away. And I'm looking like, why? Like, is somebody coming in here today? Or, like, 
y'all y'all think I don't know what's going on? Somebody have questions? You need you got something to ask me? Something you didn't get from me? Because I mean, here's all my shit right here, and I can tell you about each and everything on you. What what's the? Do you have something for me to do? Like I was just like, okay. And I looked at it. It was an awkward exchange, and I really wanted to say something again, but I was just like, you know what? I ain't gonna say nothing. But okay. So I ain't really like I said okay. And I, I still be having that shit out, and I still be on it. When she come, I just make sure that I got everything. And so today, or yesterday, after she said it, I wrote, literally, I took my notebook, and I wrote out every motherfucking thing, everything. And so she came over today, and she was like, oh, I see you got your uh, got your notes here. You got, got everything on here. And I was like, yeah, if you see it up here in the top of the corner right there, that's the problem that I was talking to you about, you know, two weeks ago, and you ignored me, you never respond to my email. But it's right here, Um, if you were wondering if I was aware. It's right. It's right there. Um, you know, and then I was just like, you know, would, would you mind if, you know, I pulled this up on my on my phone right here because I actually use it for other shit. Um, is that cool? But I, I just I just don't like that. Like, I can see if I was slacking off or whatever. Like, and I'm not one of these employees that's like, you know, let me just be purposely insubordinate. I don't have me go to sleep or I don't really know how this works. Yeah, niggas I, just be worried about the wrong shit sometimes. I feel like it was somebody else in there that felt a way about a bunch of shit at one time and whatever. I wouldn't have so much work if these other people weren't on their phones all the time. Like, yeah, and it's like, I did my work and your work. Right, like, it's not the phone. It's you. Yeah. Uh, nah, no, um, oh, this is like an everyday thing, but I saw an article or somebody tweeted something on the TL and it just bought up a rage. These niggas in front of the turnstiles on the subway asking for swipes. Yo, that shit gets on my motherfucking nerves. And they had some kind of, look, I don't, I'm sorry if you can't afford a subway or whatever your fucking story is. Look, I'm sorry, but get out of the fucking way. These motherfuckers be in front of all the turnstiles. You can't, you just swipe, swipe. No, nigga, move. Like, Oh, that's just so annoying. You can't get in. You can't get out. The train is coming. They got the whole thing blocked. Like, that should be, like, really? I'm like, I don't, you know, with the way police is killing people, like, you don't want to call them. But, like, if they was happened to be down there and took them niggas up, I would not have a problem because it's ridiculous. Like, yo, I don't know who does that. Like, if you if you want to swipe, I guess, I don't know. If you want to swipe a nigga in on your card and pay the, their subway fare, that's on you. Fine. Please get the fuck out the way. Like, that shit is wild and annoying. Especially when it's hot and y'all niggas in the way. And they get swipe because they nigga move. Like, I hate that shit. And somebody tweeted some shit like, oh, they had the uh, protest down here for the swiper rights. Fuck y'all rights. Y'all ain't got no fucking rights. Y'all fucking move. I don't know what the fuck that shit was, but that shit is bogus. And get it the fuck out of my face. Them motherfuckers are annoying as shit. They 8, 12 deep, especially right here on 125th and 135th. Everybody that ride the 2-3, y'all know what I'm talking about. I don't see them so much on the 4 and 5, but I see them on the 2 and 3 in Harlem, and they fucking annoying, and they be in the way, and you can't even get in and out of the train, but you got niggas 8 and 9 deep asking for a swipe. Nigga, I'm not swiping you. Fucking move. That shit is annoying as fuck. They got me fucked up. I don't know why you would ever do that shit anyway, but I guess people do it because they be out there begging, but no. Nah. <laughs> All right, so we went way long. Um, what, what are we gonna name this one? Um, it's gotta be called the Dyke Wall. <laughs> All right, what's that noise? 
hit that thing again. Right. It's either the dyke walk or a little bit sober. No, let's stick with the dyke walk. Um, or we just call it dyke walk. All right, episode, what is it? 66. Episode 66, dyke walk. Um, go ahead, give our outros. All right, y'all. So thanks for joining us. Shout out to all the new listeners again. We do see y'all and um, the old alike. Uh, you can reach out to us on the podcast Twitter, which is thanks underscore for asking without the G. You can follow um, us too. Not that it matter. I see we got a few followers, but if I can get our follows up, be great. Um, and the email is thanks for asking podcast at gmail.com. Yup. And um, we didn't forget your questions. We're still going to hear questions. We just not on this show. We'll have, um, we'll, um, um, there'll, there'll be a reason, I'm sure. Some shit will happen, and we'll have a reason to discuss Jack and Joe, and then we'll answer that question. Okay? All right, y'all. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks for asking. Um, you know, thanks for liking us. I see some of y'all like this and rated us, downloading us. And if you're new, welcome. And, you know, we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Peace.